Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. This is our first time recording since last Tuesday. We talk all about football. We start with uh, with the terrible college football playoff. We just wanted to touch on that a little bit because there's a lot of uh, a lot of money flowing in and out on these games. We give you a couple good bets there. And then we dive right into week 17 in our picks. It's a pretty long episode. I don't know how long because it's still it's still uh, rendering. So I'll see how long the audio is after this. The basketball extravaganza. Thank you for all of the good feedback on that for everybody that's listened. It's very long too, but uh, we're gonna try to start getting these timed right because I do understand that listening for two and a half hours is a long time. I don't think this is two and a half hours for what it's worth, but if it is, it wouldn't surprise me. We talked a lot. We also do our New Year's resolutions. I was gonna put those at the beginning of the pod, but I'm gonna put them at the end. Basically, um, Benny and Steven have some good resolutions, and mine is pretty much to uh, stay off my phone because my screen time is very embarrassing. You get that notification at the end of the week. It's uh, it's not good. It's not pretty. So that's that's pretty much mine. I'll give mine away. I have a few others, but that'll be at the end of the episode. Uh, a fun episode. I'm sorry I'm talking so, so fast, but uh, I don't want this intro to go longer than it has to go. So without further ado, here is Benny and Steven. Okay. Hello, Benny. Hello, Steve. How you guys doing? Um, hey, how are you? <laughs> What's okay. up? Okay. We're going to do something. We're going to start this off a little different. This is usually our, our NFL podcast where we make our picks for the week. We're going to be doing that, but we're first going to talk about a sport that I personally hate watching and talking about, but it's important because it's what people are going to be watching on the new year when they're all hung over on their couch. Uh, what's better? Would you rather watch the college football playoff or paint drying? About the same entertainment because these are all blowouts. Uh, these bowl games have stunk so hey. far. Yes? FYI, <laughs> it's the same sport as the NFL. I was just saying. Yeah, a lot of worse product. That's like saying yeah. you'd rather watch <laughs> Little League Baseball than the World Series or Little League World Series over the World Series. Is that entertaining? That's a good I point. mean, Those kids the, suck. One of them oh, would dude, be more I hate Little League World Series. I mean, I used to like it back in the day, uh, but I mean, Those now kids I'm like, stink. Yeah, they, they're exactly. terrible. It's cool when, terrible. You're, when you're a little leaguer. You know? aren't, I think most aren't most of those kids. They're not like the best teams, right? They're just like the parents who are rich enough to pay for it. No, that, no, that's actually that's actually not. Uh, they pay for it. The little league, pays yeah, for little league pays for it. But uh, it's it's okay. actually would not be the the best talent because the best talent usually is uh is like their parents dedicate a shitload of money into them into Probably travel ball. Yeah, which is uh which is very exclusionary. But we don't need to get into the into the uh, monetary systems of little league in America. That's not. It was just, I just need a simple answer. I didn't need an in-depth explanation. Yeah, well, yeah. whatever, Steve. You know, you know, uh, it's a pretty big problem. Okay, we're going to talk about the college football playoff, and we're going to talk about the NFL Week 17 picks. The reason my voice is cracking there is because this is the third time we've taken this because we keep getting off off uh, off the rails really early, like we just did with talking <laughs> about Little League Baseball for 45 seconds. <laughs> so let's talk college football. Uh, whoop, whoop. Oh, also, forgot to say this, but we're all mic'd up now. Benny has a mic. Steven has a mic. I've had a mic. Thank you for joining the party, fellas. Now we probably sound a lot more crisp. Benny, talk into your mic and say, hey, everybody, give the people what they want. What do the people want? Okay, that was too much. Too I'll much give BS. it to you. That's okay. too much bass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steven, you, 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 you sound crispy, Steven. Oh, thank you. I have, I've had a mic this entire time, but I could not find it. And it was underneath my uh, entertainment section. So I found it. It took him legitimately 35 seconds to find his mic. 
35 seconds. Yeah. I, I, yeah uh, I said, I think I have a mic. Did you have this all along, Steven? Yeah, I didn't buy this. I, I've had this. I just didn't know where it was. So, what yeah, the... my girlfriend cleaned and moved everything. I didn't know where it was. A real swashbuckler this Steven Bruin is. Interesting. Um, okay. Because I already had to buy one. Can we Merry do Christmas. the college football playoff? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. We have two games on January 1st. One of them is an utter disaster of a matchup. But the people that don't want Notre Dame in this game also don't understand that college football is – or the NCAA is one of the worst companies in the, in, in the country that everybody hates, and they only care about money. And whoever they play, whoever they put against Bama is going to get blown out, probably more than Notre Dame would. So I'm not that mad about the matchup like I know Benny and Benny might be. And I, Steve, I don't know your opinion on it. You kind of agreed with me. But Benny's like – give Coastal Clear Carolina or one of these other teams, but they get blown out too. Bama is a 20-point favorite. They over under 65 and a half. I really don't care about this game. Bama's going to kill them. They have the two Heisman favorites in Devontae Smith and Mac Jones. Looks like Smith's going to win it. I kind of feel like that's uh, a little BS because Mac. look at Mac Jones' numbers. He's got a damn near 80% completion percentage, which is unbelievable in any in any division of football, let alone the second highest in the, in the world. And, uh, uh, but Devonte Smith is great and I want him on the Patriots. So if he wins the Heisman, get him on the pod, get him on the pod. Yes, please. Benny, you're the talent. Uh, you're the talent acquisition guy. You've got zero pe- You have come through with zero people so far. So, uh, you I'm see all to- this talent. You see all this talent on this pod right here. Yeah. I mean, we're three talented <laughs> we're stacked. guys, but where, where's, where's the talent acquisition <laughs> aspect. I'm, I'm a great scout. Have you put your, have you put your feelers out for anybody? Yeah, of course. I just hound people in their DMs, you know. Hey, if you don't come on my podcast, I'm going to send some anthrax. I don't know. Oh, oh. oh. nice. Nice. A little domestic. That, that hasn't worked yet. Oh, little Oklahoma City bomber. <laughs> domestic terrorism from Benny. Guys, I'm kidding. Please don't uh, turn me in. Well, the FBI... Wait, Benny, you used to live in Tennessee. Did they catch that Tennessee guy yet? Uh, he, yeah, guy, I think he killed himself. himself. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, coward's way out. Uh, well, okay. We don't need yep. to talk about terrorism. <laughs> Uh, guys, just come back. Uh, okay. Anyways, Bama is gonna win this game. Anybody disagree? Anybody want to talk about this game? Anybody want to give no? Notice? Um, no. Let, let me let me let me say something. Here's the difference between the three teams, other three teams, and Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Okay, I've been saying this the whole time. Ian Book stinks, and and I I said this like three years ago when he started starting, and you, I think that's the one thing they miss is like a, a real a really good quarterback. You know what I mean? Like if they, obviously the, the two best players are actually, no, I guess not, but the best player, Trevor Lawrence. Right. And then you got Justin Fields and Mac Jones, all the other teams, they have three good quarterbacks, Notre Dame. Yeah. They got good defense, good running game, but their quarterback stinks. So they're going to get, they're probably gonna get blown out. If you put Kyle Trask on this team, they're still getting, I don't think he's good. I don't think he's good either. Well, it could be any, any, you could put or Justin Fields on this. On well, this we team. got to watch the cotton bowl tonight. That's, that's why. I don't think Kyle Trask is good. Well, I was goosed into betting on that because of the good odds in the close game. And then I, then I realized that literally everybody on Florida, except for Kyle Trask, all the offensive weapons said, I'm not playing. So quit asking. Kyle Pitts. And, uh, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, I should not have bet on that because that was a foolish, foolish loss on my part, but Me didn't too. bet much. So not that big a loss. Um, yeah. Notre Dame stinks. The, the idea, though, that another team should be in in this place is the, the first team left out was Texas A&M. Guess what's familiar with Texas A&M and, and Notre Dame? After January 1st, they're gonna, both going to be blown out by Alabama this season. That's going to be the only familiarity between them. <laughs> so uh, 
I don't need to see that again. Honestly, hang, hang that on the wall, boys. Yeah, let, yeah. yeah put, put that banner up. Um, the next game's a little more interesting. It's Clemson, seven-point favorite over Ohio State. Ohio State's played, uh, would you say, six games? Six games, six. yeah. Press a resume right there, boys. Uh, and Clemson's mid-season played a few more. Form. Yeah, mid-season, <laughs> mid-season form. Uh, God, this is the worst college football season of all time. I can't believe that they're doing this. Uh, hey, Sterling, update. This is the worst year of all time. Okay. Yeah, well, college football made it even worse. At least so, all lifetimes. Yeah, college football made it even worse. Uh, note here, Clemson's offensive coordinator is out with COVID. Their passing game coordinator and the QB coach is taking over play calling. I don't really see a dip in uh, production because you have Trevor Lawrence. That's the end of the, end of the story there. Uh, Ohio State a lot of people have started to sour on fields lately uh, because I don't think it's really fair, but people look at prior Ohio state quarterbacks and how they fared in the, in the pros and how it's really easy for fields. Cause if you watch, if you watch his games and you actually analyze what he does, he's not really throwing to covered players. Most of the time their, their offensive scheme leaves people wide open and enter Kyle Trask. Well, I, no, it's, it's going to be Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. And there that's, that's what the talk is now is that there, he's no, I'm saying, yeah, he's falling on board. I'm saying throwing onto throwing to wide open receivers that are, well, Kyle, listen, there's a different Kyle. There's a difference between Kyle Trask and Justin Fields and the talent they Definitely. have around them. Go look at Ohio state's wide receiver recruiting. They get, they have like the four top wide receivers from ever, from the last two or three years, every year playing with the QB. I'm not saying Justin Fields isn't talented. He's a lot better than Dwayne Haskins or Terrell Pryor or any of these, uh, former or Cardell Jones, but, um, but just for, for example, um, that's their scouts and, and mock drafters are souring a little bit on Justin Fields going to the jets. A lot of people think the jets are going to stay with Darnold. That's a a conversation though, for a different uh, future in this podcast, which we're going to talk about the jets, but uh, in this game, this game, I'm picking Clemson. I think they cover, I think it is probably close for the first. It's either going to be a blowout from the get go, or it's going to be close until I, uh, until probably the third quarter, fourth quarter, and then Clemson. I think will will uh, will take a pretty hearty lead and win win this game by two touchdowns, which would then give us the two best teams in college football, with one of them being one of the best teams of all time. Honestly, this this Alabama team is averaging in the in the high fifties a game, it seems, and that's hard to do especially in the sec when teams are built on defense, although defense is kind of dead now in college football, these, these over-unders are huge. Um, do you guys think either of you, if you'd like to take a crack at it, either of you think OSU beats Clemson? Um, I think it's going to be close to the very end. Uh, I, I, I think Clemson pulls it out in the end, but I think the Ohio state is definitely going to give them a run for their money. And I'd like to see, a good old classic college football game where we get a couple overtimes or something. What about you, Steve? Uh, yeah, I barely watched any college football, but uh, it, Mark like you guys are, yeah, you guys said Ohio State. I mean, there's they've only played six games. Maybe maybe they're just getting warmed up. Maybe they have something in them. True. But, yeah, but here's a, yeah. Go, sorry. No, I was like, go ahead. No, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. People say they're fresh. That that's probably the. The, the one good thing to come out of it, but you haven't been able to, you know, really figure out your, or figure out your team and hit a rhythm, you know, six, six games that really is mid season form. And so for that reason, I think that Clemson is going to win because they're definitely more battle tested. So 
is there a bigger jackass in sports than Davo Sweeney? Like legitimately, <sighs> he he has to be the Skip biggest. Bayless. No, no, he doesn't. He has no he has no impact on anybody. Davo Sweeney literally doesn't want to get college uh, players paid. Like he spoke, he said he quit if college players are able to make <laughs> money. Uh, which doesn't really affect him very much at all. It doesn't, so it doesn't, doesn't at all because he's still getting paid. Yeah, yeah, and so are his kids through through boosters and people and illegal stuff that if they get caught. Uh, yeah, there's they, no way Ohio State's not paying anyone at all. No, that's Clemson, but um, they're all probably doing it. And yeah, they all, yeah. They all, I, you you think that there's a lot, a ton, like a, a plethora of these ultra insane athletes from Texas and from California that want to go to South Carolina for three years? Eh, yeah, eh, I don't know. Uh, at least Ohio doesn't seem like a bad school from what I've seen. Like they're actually a pretty good school and they have good facilities and stuff, but you know, I, I bet college basketball is worse. Honestly. Oh, I bet it's, which is crazy. Cause you only see stories ever come out about football. Well, there's a lot oh, more money. Wiseman. Yeah. And guess what? He's probably very happy with his choice. Cause he's uh he's now in the Warriors and he's going to win rookie of the year. So uh, Listen, the NCAA is going to get abolished pretty soon anyways, unless they start paying, because all these great so. athletes are going to stop going to, especially in basketball. They're going to stop doing basketball. College are going to do the G League dead. thing. Yeah, college basketball is dead in two or three years if, if they don't change up. And college football won't that's be tough. because that's that's the only minor league to get to the NFL. But uh, it's there's still it's a ton of cheating. That's all it is. And then Dabo is like the most uh, sanctimonious person about not paying these players he's such a jackass i i cannot wait till he plays alabama and just gets absolutely obliterated uh absolutely they are gonna get killed which is why here is my best bet you can get bama right now at minus 190 to win the college football playoff or you can get bama minus 115 to beat clemson in the finals almost even odds um if ohio state beats clemson i'd be pretty shocked if you want to go that route you get Ohio State versus Bama. Bama to win is plus 400. Uh, you could bet them both. I know, Benny, you said that last time. But, I mean, I'd be shocked if Ohio State beats Clemson with how, with how Clemson has looked this year. They have the best player in college football. He's not going to – crazy enough, Trevor Lawrence will never have won a Heisman, right? But he's been crazy. the best quarterback uh, the last three years. I mean, Burrow had that crazy season. But we all know Trevor Lawrence is, is, the, is the guy. Um, yeah. So – uh, he's never going to win a Heisman. He's going to be the first pick to Jacksonville. Have fun there. And uh, he's going to go out losing these last two seasons. Uh, once to Joe Burrow, Joey B, and once to Mac Jones is my pick. Bama minus 115, lock it in. Those are good odds. Bama is, if I look at, I, let me actually see how many points their average win by is. Um, hey, let me, while you search that, let me say it really stinks for Mac Jones that, uh, you know, th- this is the year where they want to give it to somebody who's not a quarterback. And yeah. He's had a great year on the best team, you know, and, and I mean, I'm sure he's happy for his teammate who's probably going to get it, Delonte Smith, which is cool. He's also a great player, but it just kind of stinks. No, it does. Um, it does stink. He's been insane. Uh, he's <laughs> 76. He just doesn't have the sexy, you know, like he, yeah, he, do, he doesn't. He's not gonna make an explosive play on his own, you know. He throws Devontae a little Smith. weird. Devonte Smith's uh, stats. Okay, he's got fifteen hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns receiving. He has a rushing touchdown, and I think he has two kick return touchdowns, which is where I think it's gonna Damn. put him over the top because yeah. the, the, the the he has one one kick return touch or one punt return touchdown, and he averages twenty five yards per return. <laughs> 
you remember you guys remember when tyron matthew was a uh heisman candidate yeah dude honey badger badass. get him on the pod yeah. honey badger. Uh, get him on the pod this is their point okay so they're averaging 49.7 points per game so 50 and they're giving up an average of 19.5 so they're beating opponents by about 30 a game so uh i don't think it's going to be different through this college football playoff i think clemson might keep it a little closer but money on bama money on bama okay are we done talking about college football now until we have to speak yes, about please. it a little bit in the whenever these games are over? Jesus, that was boring. Okay. Week <laughs> 17 picks. Ooh. Final. Yeah, I'm getting tired too. Final week of the NFL regular season. Boys, it's been a blast. Uh, so here's what happened last week. We took a brutal beating. Uh, all three of us took the Cardinals. All three of us took the Browns. All three of us took Houston. All three of us took the Colts. All three of us took the Eagles. Uh, all of those results were losses. So what that leaves is Benny winning the week at eight and eight. I went seven and nine. Steve went six and 10 harsh week. Uh, this week might even be harder because of how many people are sitting out, uh, the injuries, COVID lists and all that it's at, it's on an all time high, but we go into week 17 with an insurmountable Benny victory. He is 156, Ooh. 82 and one. I'm 139, 99 and one. If I can, uh, if I could go 16 and 0 here, I will, I will not have the three digit losses. And Steve, you're 128, 82 and one. So uh, Benny has got third, has a 30 game lead on you almost with the same amount of losses. Benny, great pick in this. I'm mopping your, your guys. Yeah, you did good this year. We're one on one now. Me and you, Benny, one on one. Uh, so. Let's get right into this. We're going to take a break after the – let's do Steelers-Browns. So if you have the games up, let's do Steelers-Browns or break after. Um, let's sprint which, through these. Let, let's give a let's give a invigorating pod right here. Okay. Ooh. I don't think we're going to sprint through these, but we'll get we'll be invigorated. Okay, we can't first sprint of all, anything. For, yeah, I know. We, we never go fast. Well, Falcons Sterling at, tells stories. Falcons at Tampa – Six and a half point favorites, 50 and a half over under. Uh, we haven't talked since Tom Brady had one of the best halves in football history. And uh, you know, when I said that they're rolling, boys, they're rolling. <laughs> they are rolling now. That was a rolling half. I you were pushing them uphill. You were pushing them uphill, and now it's over the top, and woo, it's down. I'll tell you this I set a limit for how much beer I drink in a day. Uh, I've tried, I've tried to do this for a while. I hate being hungover. I know the perfect amount in my system to make me wake up feeling good. Uh, I hung out with a friend that I hadn't seen for a while on Christmas night. And, uh, he challenged me to out drink him. Let me tell you, the old liver still has it some nights and the old liver worked its ass off overnight. And I woke up hungover, uh, more than, more than I've been in a very long time at about 9 50 AM. I woke up, I immediately turned this game on. And let me tell you, for three hours there, my hangover felt like it was gone because I was in euphoric, a euphoric state watching Tom Brady shred the defense. That was one of the best halves ever. Uh, I wish Arians would have left him in. He would have got eight touchdowns, and he would have got the passing yards record. There was no stopping him in that game. I understand why you don't want to leave him in because who cares about those records. But uh would have been cool uh, just for him to get those at 43. Uh, they're going to play the Falcons here. They're going to win. They're going to be the five seed. They're going to play the NFC East winner. That's the most likely scenario here. And they look good, finally. Now, they're – Beating the Falcons two out of the last, or beating the Vikings and the Falcons two out of three weeks, and the Lions, where the Lions are on their third coach, not a not a great feat. But I am optimistic of how they've looked uh, the last six or seven quarters, and uh, they've got off to decent starts now in 
a half season start in the Vikings game and a good start against the Lions. They need to be playing like this at, at throughout the playoffs. And if they are, I'm going to, they're going to win. I think realistically um, the, the Falcons stink. This isn't much of a game. Give me Tampa. They're going to be teased again. I've won a lot of money on Tampa this year, and it's not going to stop now, hopefully. So uh, give me them. Oh, I do want to say this. This was a funny tweet I saw right before we started recording where um, uh, Tom Brady's four seasons as a 40-year-old and above are basically a Hall of Fame career already by itself. Listen to these stats, and I'm going to compare them to a Hall of Famer. He has 121 touchdowns. That's the where it falls short, 121 hey. touchdowns. But he has 17,000 yards, an MVP, two times hey. Pro Bowl, First team, one-time first-team All-Pro, two Super Bowl appearances, one-time Super Bowl champion. Troy Aikman, he's a Hall of Famer. He has, right now at Brady, age 40-plus, only has 40 less touchdowns than Aikman, more no MVP, way. and more All-Pros. Yeah, Aikman didn't Damn, have that. Aikman sucks. Yeah, so I'm just saying that uh, if you look at Brady's career, you could split it up into three, three careers, and he'd be a Hall of Famer in all three. But it's just insane that he's still doing this. Uh, I wonder when he stops and what his stats are going to be because he's he's got he's got an outside chance to get 40 TDs this year if he throws four more. That's amazing in its own. And I, I remember I said he'd be the MVP if he gets 40 touchdowns and they go like 11 and five, which is what it looks like it's going to be. Um, I didn't count on Aaron Rodgers having what he's had the touchdown interception ratio. Yeah. He's had. Although a lot of one yarders from him in this and completion percent. Yeah. Um, percentage. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been just uh it's just been a, a great year by him and Josh Allen, by the way, and Mahomes. So uh yeah. anyways, give me Tampa. I like how they looked. Sorry for this long rant on the first thing, but we have not talked about how they looked on Saturday. We didn't do our Sunday show and I was in a euphoric state and I Sterling's been waiting all week. Yeah. I have. I've been locked and loaded. I, I will tell you this as soon as that game ended, I went up, I I went and showered and I my head the, the hangover kicked in boys. And I was hung over from that point until about nine o'clock at night. I was dying. And uh, listen, you know, what's in my hand right that. now. One of the bad boys and 12 or the 16 ounces and silver bullets. I'm drinking them again. <laughs> they never do me wrong. All right. So first of all, I want to ask what, what is your limit? 30, 30 beers a night. Cause to not be hung over. You, you roll through those things. <laughs> no, you know, if I was, yeah, if well I, just, you, you know, you set your limit. What is it? My limit is eight a night, eight. Jeez. to guarantee no hangover eight <laughs> yeah. no hangover. if i go above that i'm playing with fire and if i go above 10 it's gonna be a bad morning so there's it's like a sure. little there's a little wiggle room the yeah. ninth is a little wiggle room the tenth is a little wiggle room the the 11th it's i'm in yeah, i'm yeah. in hell at that point i might as well keep going and then, I, then i then I, I don't hit a wall it's not like i don't it's not like i need to stop but i know what's happening the next day and uh i should probably switch to I, the sunken place yeah it's awful um, that isn't what it, that's not what the sunken yeah. place means, but, uh, I guess for drunks, it could be, it could be a drunk. <laughs> for you, it's just yeah. for you it's your uh, sunken place. anyways, anyways, that's my limit. I'll tell you this. When I was, when I was a tad bit younger, there was a, a very monumental amount of drinking done at the beach one year where I did, uh, 23 and then 25 and back-to-back days. I wasn't hung over out of the first was one. 12. The, yeah. <laughs> the second one, I remember I woke up on July 5th. <laughs> I was like in, uh, like I was in like the hangar. I was like, <laughs> I woke up in like a, in like the twilight zone. I, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Worst day of my life. I thought like You're I literally was done. Oh dude. Uh, but I'm good now. I lived. I had one of those. I lived. Unless, unless it's a figment of my imagination, but that is my limit. Uh, Benny, let's hear your opinion on Tampa Bay. Yeah. Tampa Bay. Okay. Um, hey, here, baby. They're going to win. 
Okay, that's all I got. Um, the ball is rolling. Uh, luckily for them, they had a easy schedule to round out the year. So they're, they got some momentum going to the playoffs. But here's the thing. I mean, I, I don't have their schedule in front of me, but I'd be willing to bet that you can find one impressive win. It's probably the Packers off the top of my head. I don't know what the second one would be. So that scares me going into the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to be able to beat a good team. Um, but they look good right now, so I'm picking them. Um, I'll say this. The Falcons should have beat the Chiefs last week, by the way. They really should have. Yeah, should've. they did, but they should have. And we'll, we'll hey, talk the about Chiefs find a way to win. Yeah, well, congratulations for finding a way to win <laughs> against the Falcons. They don't have – what's the Chiefs' impressive win? Tampa? Is that their – that's their only impressive win? The Bills before the Bills were good, right? Uh, 15 or 14 wins. That's the impressive part. Yeah, sure. But, I mean, like, you, you're asking to find an impressive <laughs> Tampa win. You said, can I find a second one? Can you find a good one with uh, with the Chiefs? Is it Tampa? Off the top of my head, I don't know. I'd have to look at their schedule. I'm sure they uh, – did they, they play the Saints? Yeah, they beat the Saints. Um, and they were good. The Bucks, <laughs> the Bucks have lost to them twice. Uh, well, uh, Drew Brees. Anyways, hey, Drew Brees. Now I'm sure I could go Brees on against the Bucks. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, okay, Steve, who you picking? Uh, I got the Bucks too. I, I mean, they don't have a ton to play for. They're kind of locked into that that fifth spot, right? Um, if they lose and the Rams, like they're like, I don't have okay. the whole scenarios up, but I'm pretty sure if they lose and the Rams beat the Cardinals, they will drop to the sixth spot, and then they play Seattle probably in the wild card. Which, which would not be a fun game to play. Ah, the only I, I would I think I'd rather play I'd rather play the Giants, Cowboys, or football team post the Seahawks. Not the Giants. Giants versus Brady scares me. <laughs> it's, honestly, it's PTSD for me. Yeah. I, they, they, if they well, they beat them this year. Though, <laughs> yeah, a very close game that would, had me biting my nails. Although I wasn't really ever nervous because it's Daniel Jones. So maybe you're right. Yeah, you're right. I would rather play Daniel Jones, Alex Smith, or uh, Andy Dalton over absolutely. Although yeah. I think I think putting putting the Seahawks out of the playoffs in the first week would make me over overjoyed. But ties left. It would, right, but you wouldn't want to you, you wouldn't want to play them the first week. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Okay, you want to crush their dreams in the NFC Championship. That's what. You yeah, want. that would be even a bigger deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't think Keep they dreaming. Do the Seahawks, who the Seahawks play in the second round? They play the Saints. Oh, the Seahawks actually might might make a run to the NFC Championship. Yeah, um, they got a good path too. I think that if the Rams get healthy and they play them in the first round and Goff is back, that that's a flip pick'em game. But um, I think the Seahawks probably should be favored because Goff looks stinky. Uh, Ravens at Bengals. Ravens win and they're in. Ravens are a thirteen point uh, favorite against uh, Cincinnati. Uh, that seems about right because the Bengals are off two straight wins. One of them's a really good win over, over Pittsburgh. But uh, honestly, if the Raven the Ravens aren't losing this, they're they're looking a little a little better than the midseason woes that they had. And uh, this is a this is a sneaky team into the playoffs. Sneaky team. I think that if they they've obviously clearly established the run. They haven't played many good opponents lately, but uh, they had the game of the year against the Browns, and uh, they, they've established the run, which is which is their their identity. So give me Baltimore here. This is a this is a game that's going in a ten point tease. I'm going to tease them down to minus three. They're going to win by a touchdown, but uh, mm-hmm. just want to give me give me a little breathing room. So give me Baltimore, Benny. Yeah, give me the Ravens. Um, 
Bengals did upset the Steelers a couple weeks ago, but the Steelers are on the down downturn. The Ravens, it's all looking up for them. So, uh, hot team playing a not good team and needs the win. Give me the Ravens. Good job. Um, lock of the week. That yeah, that, that's that's a good lock of the week. Uh, let's do Steelers Browns because this is a little further down on the list, but I thought we should talk about this one. Browns are winning. You're in also. The Steelers are handing them this game by playing Mason Rudolph. Also, Mason Rudolph, Miles Garrett, uh, reunion episode. Uh, Part two. Mason Rudolph stinks. I cannot believe he's still on an NFL roster. But uh, and Miles Garrett is amazing. So uh, the Browns are going to win this game. They kind of got they got really uh, awfully screwed in uh, against the Jets when they lost all their wide receivers the the day before the game. I will say this. I don't know what Stefanski was doing. I know they were down a lot of points, but they totally abandoned the run and they had Baker throw it like 50 plus times when he had no wide receivers. I kind kind of a coaching yeah. screw up, but, um, and I don't know what the jets are doing. Jesus. Uh, so the, <laughs> the, this is gifted to the Browns. Here's the problem. The Steelers will lose this game and then they'll have to play the Browns in the wild card weekend is what it is, what it's teed up to be. So they're going to play them back to back times. Um, if I'm the Steelers, I kind of want to put them out. I don't want to play the Browns and and again a third time. It's just it just is I feel like a, a trap game for them to just give this up. You know this this feels like a classic game where uh, the Steelers are not not caring. They're going to rest some of the rest their main guys and then they're going to get punched in the mouth and in, in the wild card weekend against them when they play again. Right? Yep. That that's what it, that's what it's that's what it's smelling like. And by the way, the Steelers killed a lot of my money this weekend by beating the Colts. And I'm going to say they were abetted by the referees. Uh, that was amazing. Those PI calls to get them back into the game sickened me. And I remember I was watching that with my, with my family, with my mother. And I'm sitting there with my head or my head in my hands as all my money crumbled away. I like, <laughs> I like 300 bucks tied to the Colts. Bad week gambling, not a bad week gambling, but, uh, uh I was, if the Colts would have won that game, it would have been a, a phenomenal cherry on top to my Christmas weekend. That's all I could say. It was about yeah. an average week gambling. Benny, I, I, I know. I know you did the jig. I was jigging. <laughs> you did you did the dance. Steven, did you dance this weekend? Did you do the pay the bookie jig? No. So our podcast parlay, we we had the Colts in there. So what yeah. I did, I I took I what I do every week is take our podcast parlay and then I throw it into a tease too. And then so I actually made money because I was like, I really like this. So I double I like tripled down. I had to bet like three times. Dangerous. So actually I won money since I had the tease in the Colts for, I don't know, like plus seven in my tease. Well, I'll tell you about the Steelers. They sickened me that they got a lot. They were allowed this victory by the refs. That was a lot of people, the mob, the refs, yeah, things like that. It just, it makes me not want to bet because I see stuff like that where it's a blatant, <laughs> a blatant screw job. Am I betting on the WWE or the NFL? What am I betting on? Is this planned? Uh, but the the, the, oh the Steelers beating the Colts in that in that manner doesn't make me forget that they've stunk the last month and a half of the season. Like absolutely been one of the worst teams. And Big Ben actually is awful. Like he is not good. I know that they were able to get the ball downfield a little bit more in that game, but the offense is just so stale. It's literally hike one two pass, hike one two pass, almost every time. And that's just not a sustainable way to win football. You have to have big plays, and they are a team that hates having big plays because they don't even go for them. So give me the Browns here. And I will also say if they replay this in, uh, in the wildcard game, give me the Browns again, Vinny. Yeah. Um, I agree. The Steelers were running the Flacco specials Ugh. and 
and that's that's the only chance they got in the playoffs, honestly, to make a run. Um, but yeah, I actually didn't know that they were uh, resting Big Ben. But for me, I mean, I guess maybe that that win last week that internally they have confidence that oh we're back, we did it, you know, we got back on track. Our offense did, but I don't believe it. I think uh, it would be their best bet to let Big Ben play. Maybe sit some other. Uh, I mean, I, don't, I really, there's nobody on their offense that if they lost them, it like ends their season really to me. So uh, definitely not John. What's his name? John Sherman. John, John Sherman. Yeah, definitely not John Sherman. By the uh, way, still, still be known as John Sherman. I know he had a pretty yeah. good, he was dancing after the game this time. He did a TikTok yeah. with his team. A nice, nice I mean, job. I get it. Rest, resting their players, but they need some momentum. And I agree with your take, Sterling. They're, I mean, they rest this week and they're going to get punched in the mouth in the wild card. So, yeah, I don't think rest actually fix, fixes big Ben. It's not like he, it's not like he's banged up and hurt. Although he's always banged he is up. Old. And hurt. He is old though. So maybe it's not like a week of rest is going to magically make his arm come back from three years ago. It's been a deteriorating arm for, for his a while. arm looked pretty good at the beginning of the season. Did it? Yeah. It looked, it looked better than it does now. Oh, hundred uh, so percent. Well, maybe... I guess they haven't really had a real bye week. So maybe rest is good, but I, I still think it's a mistake to just let Cleveland walk it, walk into the playoffs and play it again personally so steven yeah it, they're playing like they don't have anything on the line but they kind of do i wouldn't wouldn't want to play cleveland first week so i don't know why they're treating us like a oh it's a it's week 17 we don't need to care about anything this game has no meaning to us and it really does you, you know knock them out play someone else but yeah i got the i got the browns too i think they're gonna i think they're i think this is a team that will bounce back and do good in the playoffs Agreed. Um, okay. Jets, hottest team in football. They are, Technically, right? Yeah, legitimately. They might be. Uh, two good top, wins. Great wins. Yeah. Terrible two wins. Two better wins. Than, they have two good wins. Two great wins more. Actually, one great win more than the Bucks. Yeah. That's they have more agree. good wins than the Bucks. <laughs> That's our hot take of the week. Uh, in the playoffs. Cowboys at Giants. Brandon, this is for you, my friend. The Cowboys are two and a half point favorite against uh, the Daniel Daniel Jones or Cole McCoy led Giants. Looks like things are a l- clicking a little bit with old Andy over there. Old Andy, uh, the Red Rifle. Looks like he's making some connections with Gallup and, and yeah. Looks like he's making some connections with Gallup and Cooper. Zeke has been not fumbling lately, which is good. I think that defense is still pretty atrocious. You know, a lot of people like Jalen Smith. He has like two hundred tackles this year. Uh, He's not good though. He's just on the field all the time, and people always run at him, and he tackles them as he's getting ran over. It seems like he, <laughs> he's a very bad. Like he takes them down with them. Nice. It's like ten yards upfield though. Uh, I don't know what to think of this Cowboys team. They win. Washington loses. They're in. Uh, it's insane to think Can't about have they, that. They were plus sixteen hundred to win the division two weeks ago. Now they're a slight, slight underdog after Washington. Um, I'm going to pick the Cowboys here, which is going to put all the pressure on Washington on Sunday night. I don't think the Giants get it done. And by the way, the, the funniest thing here, I don't, I don't have the exact uh, situation here, but there is a chance that this Sunday the Giants can make the playoffs and win the division, but there's also the same chance that they could be picking top three if they lose this game and some other <laughs> wow. things. About so uh, that's the NFC East this year. Uh, very bad division, as we've said throughout. Played a little better lately. But still, really, has it though? I mean, 
the records are all piss poor. So why did I even say that? I'm picking the Cowboys here. They're a lot more talented than than um, New York. I don't think New York's going to go down down easy though. I think they want to eliminate Dallas. And I, I, Joe Judge seems like a type of coach that uh, and Jason Garrett wants the revenge, right? Jason Garrett, yeah. he They're wants playing to for the playoffs too. They technically, yeah, yeah everyone know. is. Actually, yeah, they are. They, except for the Eagles. <laughs> except it's the Eagles. Yeah. Well, hey, here's the thing. Okay, first of all, God, what? <laughs> what? Is, don't they have four wins? They have five. They have right? five. They have five. Okay. Yeah. Cowboys, I think Cowboys and Giants both have five. Or did I think the uh, Cowboys have six? Oh yeah, the Cowboys. Okay, the Cowboys have. Cowboys six. and Washington are both six and nine. Uh huh. Giants are five and ten. What happens in the in the? Oh, I guess Washington would get in, right? If what? If uh, if Dallas and the Giants tie. Oh yeah, yeah, if they tied, that would if be they, hilarious. Yeah. But what if Washington loses? No, then then Dallas would get in at six, nine, and one. Yeah, whoever has a better. Oh my god! Actually, the Giants might get in. The Giants no, they have ten losses. In. Giants have ten losses. Giants are five. No, but if they tied. But if they tied, Dallas oh, would have nine yeah. losses. Dallas could oh, Dallas could tie and and Washington lose and then get in. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Um, well, be a fitting let way. me say this before I pick this game. Um, I put a futures bet on the Washington football team to win the NFC East when at minus two fifty odds. Um, and I, I, you know, as soon as I found out Dwayne Haskins was playing last week, I started to get nervous and. Now, hopefully, Alex Smith is back. Uh, but if they do lose, I might be jigging my way down to Mexico, Sterling. <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're gonna ghost the bookie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm ghosting. Hopefully, he doesn't listen to the pod. <laughs> oh, hopefully, he doesn't. Hey, if he does, get him on the pod. Honestly, but, we should have our bookie in the pod. Yeah, for real, we should. I can ask him. Ask I can ask him to be on the pod. Actually. Ask him. Just don't tell him to listen to this episode. <laughs> don't listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he won't ghost. He's he's too intimidated. He'll come for oh, you. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm not um, gonna say anything bad, but are you are you taking are you taking the Giants here to try to to try to uh, cleanse um, yourself on, and win your bet? Is are you doing some good some good? No. Uh, see, Sherman? I'm actually gonna take the Cowboys. I think that they will win this game, but the fate of your money might rest on on uh, what is his name? Alex Tyler Smith's Heineken? leg. No, no, no Tyler no. Heineken. It might be Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Heineken. But I hope it's resting on. Alex Smith's surgically repaired leg. Bionic leg. Uh, yeah. Steven, Cowboy, Cowboys or Giants? Uh, I got the Giants. Ooh. Not bad for Benny. Although, doesn't really Wait, actually, no. who cares? Sterling. Wait, doesn't? No, because if, uh, if, oh. if the Giants win and then the football team loses, the, then Giants, the Giants are in. Are in. Yeah. yeah, so it, either win doesn't help Benny. The, exactly. Yeah, it's I, just I, all I the football team. I cannot yeah. believe the Giants were actually. It's, it's all on the football team. It's so uh, this this game team. does not affect Benny whatsoever. Well, I'm be watching that football team game. Benny's gonna have his eyes. All eyes will be on it. Healed. And, and I, watch and watch watch the Eagles just for some reason show up this fucking game. <laughs> they're gonna try to win. Oh, they play the Eagles. Damn. Uh, yeah. God, the that's Eagles are the Eagles are all over the map. They could come out and blow them out and be the best team that week <laughs> yeah exactly i don't think they can blow them out the the washington's defense is too good but um we'll talk about that at the very end because that's the sunday night game sorry i'm burping um dolphins at bills dolphins i think they're winning they get in am i correct about this you are so correct. those are the three teams 
Um, it looks like the Colts would be the odd one out then, right? The Colts can still make. But yes. if, if, if so, okay. Win and get in scenarios are Ravens, Dolphins, Browns. So that if those three teams win, the Colts are out, right? Correct. Unless if the Colts win. If the Titans, if I think if the Titans lose next week, uh, this week, and then the Colts win, I think technically they become the conference champion too, though. The, the division champion. Yeah, division champion. Yeah. So, okay. So basically, basically, okay. We're we're gonna talk about all these games, but let's just let's just act like nothing matters. I have the scenarios somewhere, and I'll bring them up when at the end because I have a good parlay that I'm gonna that I'm gonna throw at you guys, which I think you you will find zesty. Um, Dolphins and Bills. Dolphins are going to go with Tua. They said Bills aren't resting their players. They want the two seed. Smart of them. So if they win, they uh, they will they will have the two seed. Uh, what will they be? Twelve and four. They looked yeah. unbelievable against the Patriots, and they've looked un- they've been the best team in football. I think for the for the better half of two months, they their only loss was on an extremely lucky play by Murray. Uh, the Murray, the hail Murray. Yeah. Um, that's really lucky, and. Uh, Honestly, this, this, you know, at the after like week three or something, you could have got the Bills to win the Super Bowl at like thirty-two to one odds, which that's that's obviously great. Now it's something like eight to one because this is this is I think the best team in the AFC, and uh, all all lanes are pointed to them playing the Chiefs. And I'll tell you this, they look a lot better than the Chiefs have in the last few weeks. I'm gonna pick the Bills here because they're actually playing Josh Allen. They want the two seed. The Dolphins going with Tua, kind of kind of. Um, is perplexing to me is that if, their backup or their starter who they don't know Tua. we don't know well i mean they keep bringing in fitzpatrick like he's mariano rivera right in the, <laughs> yeah. in the fourth quarter bringing uh, having a comeback he has the cutter um i don't know why if they're confident in him in the third and fourth quarter they wouldn't be confident in the first half uh it seems like i mean they should have lost that game right the best play of the year was done by Ryan Fitzpatrick. That was the greatest pass I've ever seen Crazy. in my life. He's <laughs> that getting was absurd. Broke. He's getting his neck broke, and he literally throws it like a, a – it was a great pass. He hit him it, it, in a window. Up. It drops perfectly between like there, – there's the a defender below and a defender behind. And then the 15-yard penalty. It's just beautiful. And this – John Gruden, what a, what a great scammer, honestly. Phenomenal job by you, John. I hope one day I'm able to scam as well as you have. <laughs> 10 years, 100 million to be a terrible coach. He's got a worse winning percentage than the last two guys. He's been bad. And the defense is, I mean, he's not a defensive guy. Well, you should hire a good defensive guy that doesn't uh, doesn't play cover two in that situation to where you know that the only, there's 19 seconds left. You just can't give up 50 yards. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah. Um, unbelievable. Uh, I'm going the Bills here because. Also, go for the touchdown there. Oh, yeah. Don't play for the field goal. Yeah, with one minute left on third down. Yeah, don't play for the QB field. sneak it. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, Bills, though, here. I love how the Dolphins have played this season. I still think Brian Flores is, is building something special. The Dolphins have, I think it will be a top five. They have a top five pick with the, that Texans pick. And they're going to get uh, either – I mean, you, you look at who's going to be drafted. Now, maybe they don't like Tua and they can get one of the quarterbacks. Now, if I don't think that there's anybody they're going to love more than they love Tua. So they're going to get probably – the second best non-quarterback in the draft with their pick, because I, I think uh, Suell or whatever is going to be the first is going to go to the uh, the Bengals likely uh, at the third pick, and then or they pick or they pick a wide receiver, so they might have the best there. Yeah, 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 and uh, I I don't know I don't know exactly who's going to be picked by them, but they're going to get a great player. It's going to be either Jamar Chase or one of the best edge rushers. 
they're going to get a guy. And so, and they have an also, they, they have a ton of picks the next two years. So they're building something there. That's going to be good for a long time. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to lose this game. The bills are just unstoppable to me. So give me the bills. And, uh, I don't like that they're starting Tua here, and I don't like how they're. I think they're killing his confidence in a, a little, a little ways by by pulling him when and putting in Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick is literally doing his Fitz magic, right? He's like David yeah. Blaine out there right now. Is every so often, every so often you get a little David coming Blaine. in cold and just slinging it, willing, yeah, your team to victory. Crazy. Well, he's the better quarterback right now than Tua. Yeah. Is there a game, is there a game by Tua that you recall that is like, wow, Tua really impressed me? No. Yeah, his, I can't his, think of it. His maybe his first game starting. Uh, no, when they beat yeah, the Rams, so you can't even. Yeah, he wasn't. They beat really the Rams, but it wasn't because of him. It was because the defense yeah. forced like two fumble sixes. Uh, we got stinky yeah. golf. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, true. I get that they, if they want to make the playoffs, they should go Fitzpatrick. That's that's all I'm saying. They probably don't beat the Bills either way, but two is gonna get. You have to outscore the Bills. You're not going to stop the Bills, right? So who's the guy that you trust more with the offense who could put the ball downfield and really put up points? I think it's Fitzpatrick. Um, yeah. Give me the Bills here. Benny, who you got? Yeah, give me the Bills. I also agree that um, Fitzpatrick would give them a better chance to beat the Bills because you're right. The Bills are going to score points. Um, I also think that they might be – I mean, they're they're a good bet to win the Super Bowl. I'd say best team in the AFC. And they're yeah, they're they're pushing their way into the the favorite in AFC for me. I mean, I I could see uh, definitely them going to Arrowhead and winning, you know, and but just just by outscoring the Chiefs. Like this is the first time in a long time I feel like there's a team where you can say, oh, they can beat the Chiefs in a shootout. The Bills could beat the Chiefs in a shootout. And that is impressive. Yep. Steve. Yeah, I got the bills here. I didn't, I didn't know they were going to play everyone, but it makes sense for better seating, which makes a good, good week of uh, week 17 football. All these teams, a lot of teams have to be playing for something this week. So it actually makes it interesting, but yeah. And unfortunately for Miami, they got to hope that either Baltimore, they, they're in if Baltimore loses, Cleveland loses or Indy loses. So just, Maybe hope one of those teams lose. Look who they're playing. <laughs> playing some pretty bad teams there. Yeah, unfortunately, they're playing uh, a good team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a um, really good team. Yeah, that's how it works out. Uh, Vikings at Lions. Uh, we're going to go really fast on this one. Both teams out of the playoffs. Stafford probably isn't playing, so it's Vikings plus seven here. Dalvin Cook isn't playing because his dad passed away, so that's un- that's really unfortunate. Um, so he's not going to be wow. playing – uh, I don't know that impacts a running game. I mean, obviously, but neither of these teams are playing for anything. So I'm going to pick the Vikings. I'm not going to bet this game, uh, but it's just, it's just, uh, it's going to be a shit show. Yep. Vikings shout out Darian. <laughs> We're just picking all of our friends team. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Vikings too. Uh, it sucks about Dalvin cook, but I think, I think they'll, uh, they'll still do well. And I mean, this Honestly. is one of those games you stay away from them. Cause I mean, you don't really know how, how these players are going to actually care. They might just be getting ready for the offseason. Yeah. Yeah, scheduling their uh, vacation. This is one, yeah. two, three, Cabo. As Adams would say, where am I going? <laughs> yeah. Um, Jets at Patriots. 
neither of these teams are playing for anything. The Patriots are three and a half point favorites. Can't believe they're three and a half point favorites over the hottest team in football when they've looked how they've looked. Uh, over, team in football. over under 43 points. Last week, I picked against the Pats for the first time. I put a lot of money against the Pats for the first time. Hey, boys, week two. We're going with the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Ooh, last, to... last game of the week. Last game of the year. Someone Why would they pick the Jets? Winning out. Winning out the Jets. Winning out. Terrible, by the way, for their for the future of their franchise. But they're going to win out, and they'll have the second pick still, I think. It's how, it's how it pans out. Um, I cannot believe that they've blown it this badly. Uh I cannot. It's just, it's just, it's so Jetsian, right? This team's played hard for Gase. I mean, realistically, I, I didn't think they would. And it, they, the worst thing is, is they've just, they've have got rid of all their talent pretty much besides Quinn and Williams. Quinn and Williams is really good. Denzel Mims is really good. Sam Darnold might have something. And then Makai Becton is good. So those are four cornerstones. If you really think that those are good players, um, I think they are, but getting rid of Adams, getting rid of Leonard Williams, getting rid of, uh, Pretty, you know, pretty much all Rob or Robbie Anderson, all these guys, those are good players to have a franchise around. And this team is, is better than uh two and 14 or an own 16 team, but it looked like they were playing for that. And now they really have nothing to play for, but the Patriots should want to lose this game. Move your draft pick up as high as you can. Cam Newton is actually the worst quarterback I've ever seen in, in NFL history. Currently that was the worst throw I think I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's so sad because all of them which him. one steven uh more specifically the one where the guy was wide open five yards out and it just hit the ground <laughs> <laughs> that one when he threw that one i was like oh my god cam newton's bad yeah he's, he's bad very, <laughs> he needs to stop he needs to stop waking up somewhere so early maybe oh okay yeah we were we were making fun of that okay so it said 420 wakes up and what is 430 leaves yeah, his 430 house out, out of the house 430 leaves his house doesn't take a, a sip of coffee till eight. Okay, what is he doing in that four-hour window? Is he staring at the wall? Or like, and then no, he's he like, just okay. driving. He just drive around. Yeah. <laughs> he drives to the facility and then sleeps sleeps in the car or whatever for a couple <laughs> hours before going in. He just likes being ready for meetings. Uh, here's the thing with Cam. Worst take of the year goes to me after like the Seahawks game, or I think it might have been the game after. I said, "Hey, listen, give him the Tannehill deal, the five-year one twenty-five." Thank God they didn't do that. Good thing you're not a GM position. <laughs> Thank yeah, God Sterling. they didn't do Jeez. that. That's the worst take of the year. I'll take full credit for that. Uh, man, this <laughs> has been this has been a rough year for the Patriots, but I they have a ton of cap room. They have they have quite a good, quite a few picks. Uh, they're gonna I think they're gonna trade Gilmore for more picks, uh, which is sad, but not not too sad. He's on the wrong side of thirty, but he's still a great player. Um, it just was a bad year for the Pats. Give me the Jets here. Uh, I'm going to put a moratorium on me talking up the Pats for, for the next couple of weeks. How about that? Actually, never mind. No, I'm not. After the, or until the playoffs are over, then I'll talk about the Pats again. There's my moratorium. Okay. I will reminisce, though. I'm allowed to reminisce on the old times of the Pats when I talk, <laughs> when I talk about playoff games this year. This feels like a Pats-Chiefs playoff oh, game. Oh, gosh. But nothing about the current Pats. Okay. funniest moment from that game was bill belichick challenging a clear bad challenge and then throwing the phone after he was told by the upstairs booth yeah what okay refresh my memory because i remember watching that game and being like what i the think hell? the situation was he the upstairs couldn't get the replay before their like obvious catch right yeah it was an obvious catch and i think i think he was talking to the upstairs people in the booth 
and they couldn't get the footage fast enough. So he had to make the call himself. So he threw it. And then they, then they told him you're going to lose a challenge. Like that wasn't even close. And then he was like, <laughs> like God damn it. That's funny. Uh, well, yeah. I guess he still cares right now. Here's the thing. He's got job security. So I agree. Maybe you, uh, you don't think he's going to get You don't think he's on the hot seat. <laughs> no, I know he's, I know he's got job security. Here's the thing, Bill. Okay. Leave Cam Newton in there. Uh, because you know, Stidham probably gives, might give you a better chance to win. Leave Cam Newton in there and let him throw. All right. Don't, don't commit to the run game because you might win. You might beat the Jets that way. Okay? What does it? They're, they're stuck basically between 12 and 15 drafting. So really, this game doesn't matter for either team. It, it's not going to help their draft position. It just it doesn't yeah. help either team really. Yeah, the higher is better. But if they really want to move up, they can. I honestly. Yeah, I honestly don't know uh, if starting Cam Newton is just out of respect for him, um, or if they if they think that he actually gives them the best chance to win. There's a better chance to knock Cam Newton's back next season, not as a starter, but in the quarterback room because he's going to come back for a real. He's got no value. He knows yeah. the offense, and I mean, realistically, you can actually design a game around him if need be, I think like if, if, yeah. uh, if they have a, if they have a veteran like Stafford or Dak or Jimmy G come back or they draft somebody, you can have him be like at worst case scenario, if they get like hurt, a Mariota. Yeah. You can have him yeah. come in. And I mean, I don't think he has any arm left and I think it's, it's sad because I think Cam is, uh, is one of my favorite football players. Honestly, he's awesome. He's a, he's a funny guy who actually everybody likes and respects and thinks is awesome, but, uh, it's just a sad. And I think, <laughs> they're gonna, I think they're going to keep him. I think they're going to give him like a one or $2 million deal as, as the backup. He's going to be a really bargain guy and they're going to bring somebody in or their draft. And uh, uh, I think you start cam here. I mean, listen, I've been, I talked up Stidham a lot because I'm, I'm a blind fan, just like all of us are on our favorite teams. I know Steven likes Drew Locke and I know that Benny, you like, you like, uh, we're out on Drew Locke. Yeah. You like some uh, Gino some, Smith. No, not Gino, but you like some, you like some dumb players on your, your favorite team. I know that for a fact. I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of the head, but you probably, you probably back up Carlos Hyde or something all the time. You're like, Carlos Hyde is a great running back. I think Chris Carson's really good. Eh, well, Chris Carson player. is good. So. Moderate, moderately decent. He is really, he's um, really good. But anyways, listen, for the Pats, my final point on the Pats is uh, start Cam, win or lose this game, go into the offseason. You have a ton of cap room. If he comes back on a cheap deal, have him be the backup. Uh, they, they have a lot of options here and uh, I'm excited to see what the future beholds. I'm very upset that this season didn't go well because I thought it would. And uh, so I'm picking the jets here. I, yeah. I think I understand why it's three and a half. The jets still stink, but they've been playing hard. The Patriots have been playing hard too, but they just have, been, they just stink too. So uh, two stinky teams going at it head to head. So give me the jets here. I should pick the Pats. Why not? But uh, I'm just, I'd rather lose the game than win it. Just get the, get the season, the stink of the season off of me and we'll, we'll move on to next year. I bought, yeah. by the way, this, this week and I splurged on about four or five uh, Patriots garments. So I'm sticking with this team. I'm not, I'm not bandwagoning it off Vinny. Not bandwagon enough, like you might have thought I would Underwear? after Brady left. Under- I bought a I, undergarments. <laughs> undergarments. I, I Anyways, a, my I pick: J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Beautiful, Steve. Uh, give me the Patriots. I oh, feel one like Bill second. Belichick isn't gonna. He's not gonna shoe a horn in a game. So. No, he won't. But the last last time they played, it was like a what a one point game, and the Jets blew it. The Jets are the hottest team in football. The Jets should have won that game too. I, I, easily, they should have won that game. Exactly. They're gonna blow it again. They haven't blown games lately. You're probably uh, right, Stephen. They um, won two games. <laughs> yeah, I know. Last two, last two games though, two and zero. Oh. Hey, two good wins more than the Bucks. 
That's true. These are facts of any. Okay. Well, we're going to take one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, we'll do one more game here. Seahawks 49ers. Uh, no Jimmy G. Game means nothing for any team or for either team. 49ers beat the Cardinals last week. Wasn't even a good game. Uh, you know, if I'm hiring a head coach, we're going to do this skit real quickly and then we're going to take a break. Sala. Uh, I'll tell you this. I would take Sala over BNME. Uh, Sala, I, I listened to this guy on a podcast and he said that they did this, they did this coaching, uh, a coaching seminar. Like uh, um, they had uh, they had a whole bunch of coaches come on uh, from the NFL level and from higher college level talking to them. And I guess that the most impressive guy by far was Sala. And he gave like his bullet points on what it takes to be a great coach and all this. Oh, he absolutely. Seems, he seems like a, a culture builder, like, oh, yeah. like a Brian Flores. Everybody would play hard for him. You know, yeah. he's a huge play, player, players coach. You know, yeah. and uh, not in like a, a BS kind of way, you know, like yeah. people actually would buy in to him. Yeah, I, like him I think he, I think him and Brian Dayball should be the top two hires. And I've been hearing that Urban Meyer is uh, is going to get tapped for for a lot of people think Jacksonville is going to go for Meyer. Okay. Uh, don't know if that works. He he's every never had he, an NFL job, though. Right? Every single time he's losing a game, he gets migraines. Yeah, like exactly. Losing literally puts something in his head that makes him have a terrible. Like, that's his trigger. Yeah, it triggers him into into a life changing headache where he like takes a knee onto the ground and like is holding his head. It's pretty scary stuff. You think he yeah. might be dying when he's losing a game, and he doesn't lose much in college. In the NFL, <laughs> you're gonna lose a bit. So, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, as for the game, as for the game, give me the 49ers or no, sorry, give me Seattle. Uh, I think it's gonna be a close game. I, Seattle really has nothing. To, Seattle could win. The Saints have to lose. The Packers have to lose, and they get get the one seed. Uh, you look at who the other teams, two teams are playing. It doesn't look like they'll lose. So Seattle is going to play their guys and try to win. Uh, it doesn't really matter either way. It's going to be a close game. But give me the Seahawks. Yeah, give me the Seahawks. I agree. It's going to be a close game. NFC West, um, 49ers, even though even though they don't have Jimmy G and they've been banged up all year, they're still a good team. Shanahan, still a good coach. Um, I'm excited to see what this team does next year. Yeah, it, it, it should be a good game. It'll be entertaining, but the Seahawks. Steven? I got the Seahawks, too. Um, I mean, they're still kind of playing for something, so I think they're going to still try a little harder. So Yeah, they're not benching their guys. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, so give me Seahawks. Cool. We have, I think, eight games left after this, and then our parlay of the week, which is an exciting one, I tell you, at least my parlay of the week, and we're going to do a group one, but I hope we can agree on this. So, okay, we'll be right back after I go pee, grab another beer. Benny, you aren't drinking, are you? I'm not. Go not get a tonight. beer. Go get a beer. <laughs> beer pressure, folks. Beer pressure. Beer pressure, yep. Beer pressure. Okay, we'll be right back after the break. I know it's the holiday season, and usually during the holiday season, you break out the whiskey or the vodka or the tequila or the champagne or the wine. Well, listen, on this holiday season, I'm breaking out the Coors Lights. And not just any Coors Lights. I'm talking about the Silver Bullets, them 16-ounces, them good ones. So next time you're at the store and you're thinking, what should I get in the liquor aisle or the beer aisle? Should I not even get anything in the beer aisle? Get your liquor, get your wine, but also get some of these 16-ounces. Coors Light, soon to sponsor this podcast. Hopefully, back to the show. Okay, we are back. That was an extended break. I drank uh, two Coors Lights. So uh, right here is my third, my third bad boy right here. Um, we got a room, Reginald Red. 
Ooh, ooh. One in the mouth, one in the rear end. Let's get, uh, <laughs> let's take it. Let's get right going and right into it. Um, Packers at Bears. Uh, Packers are a five and a half point favorite in Chicago, 50 and a half points. Uh, you know, I'm surprised this isn't the Sunday night game because it's Bear, be. the Bears when they're in. Uh, this game led off the season last year. The 100th season was led off by the Bears Packers. Uh, instead of the Super Bowl champion, right? That's very rare that they, that they, that they you know, it's the first time in, in a long time that they didn't have the first game of the season be that Thursday night game, be the Super Bowl champion versus an opponent, you know? They did Packers-Bears because it's the best rivalry in football. So I ask you guys, can you remember, uh, this was asked on a podcast before, so I'm stealing a bit, but I mean, seriously, can you guys remember? Because I couldn't. Outside of that Jay Cutler uh NFC championship game. Can you remember a good Packers bears game in the past, in the past that you, that you remember that you've been alive for? Yeah. It, uh, the, the only game I see, we talked about this like a few weeks ago about Aaron Rodgers' record versus like the bears. Yeah. And that's the been, that's been a, like most of our lifetime. So it'd have to be like before then. So I don't remember yeah. one this besides not, Jay Cutler. Yeah. This, honestly, this rivalry is it's considered the best rivalry. I don't in either. Football, but it's not, I don't know how. I feel like there's better rivalries out there. It's it's one I of those. Like cla- it's Steelers has been the best of our of, of our generation easily. Peyton Brady <laughs> consistently, yeah. Peyton Brady, yeah. But like for division, That's not division. They don't. Yeah, they don't play each other enough. Yeah, oh, I would yeah. say I, I would say there's been better Seahawks 49ers rivalry than there's been <laughs> Seahawks 49ers has been a good one too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's multiple teams. That... I'm surprised that this isn't <clears throat> like I said the Sunday night game. Uh, Rogers. I think's locked up the MVP because he is playing this game. They want to lock up the one seed, uh, make the road go through Green Bay. Smart. Uh, I don't think they're unbeatable. I don't, but I do think that going up there and winning in, in that in that weather and that that atmosphere with it, there's still not many fans, right? But uh, it's still it's daunting. Just and, just the stadium and the the conditions make that uh, nobody wants to do play. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I can tell you yeah. this right now. I think I've never played in the Superdome. <laughs> if you look, if you look at the quarterbacks left, yeah. I can tell you right now, Drew Brees will not be successful in in Lambeau. Oh and no! If that, if that is the if that's the potential NFC Championship game. If if you chalk it up and it's all it's a one versus two, uh, I would take the Packers every day of the week, including Sunday when they'll be playing. Um, I got I got the Packers over the Bears. I think the Bears have a lot to play for, but so do the Packers. And Rodgers wants that MVP. That Jordan Love pick fired him up. And uh, he's had one of his best seasons. I would say that I think uh, I think the 2011 season was a little better. Uh, I know the stats aren't going to be as good, but he, I, I just think he was. I think he had his fastball higher than than now. Like I think now he's he's a little he's the sage. He's an old, he's an older where guy. Where was he sitting? Huh? Where was he oh, where, sitting? Where was, was he fastball? sitting? 98, yeah. 98 in that year. Yeah. I think what, was, what is his spin rate? Now he's 98 about, every time. Yeah, he was throwing ninety eight to hundred. He was in that zone. There's like a range. No, okay, ninety eight to ninety eight to hundred. Yeah. Now, now he's at now he's That's about range. I'd say he's about yeah. ninety ninety six, right? The spin rate was high, Stephen. Yeah. High spin rate. High. What spin was the rate. domain? Uh, I don't want to hear none of that. What we're the on, hell did you just say? Yeah, we're not doing Benny's baseball corner. You just confused the man that actually played professional baseball. So domain? Is that what you said? No, because he said range. It was a match joke. I'm sorry. Oh, the range. Of <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm out of here, boys. I'm sorry. All right. See you, I'm Sterling. Sorry. All right. Hey, welcome to Sports welcome. with Benny and nope. Steven. Welcome to Steven's math corner. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to say, Nostradamus? Or Aristotle? Or whoever you want to be? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, 
I, I busted out calculus and pre-calc in two weeks. I haven't left this podcast by now because of that boring shit about math. Uh, let's hear. You're so let's mean. Hear. Median and mode, Sterling. Oh. 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 Mean is the average, the real average. Median is the middle number. Mode is if you add. Most, light, most common. Mode is most common. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Math sucks. I hate math. You can tell uh, Sterling didn't get an A in math. Yeah, I got an A in finance, though. Check my stocks. Uh, let's let's do uh, – okay, let's talk Packers and Bears, okay? Who you got, Benny? I got Packers. Uh, go, Pack, go. I got Packers. They're just – I mean, the last time they played, they blew them out. And, yeah, the Bears are, you know, playing for their playoff hopes, right? They, win it, win they have to win, win and they get in, lose or not in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're playing for their season. But the Packers, uh, they're just the, a lot better team, and they, they still have something to play for. Could you imagine so, if Trubisky wins this? There's a dude, big there. There is a pretty big push for him to come back next year to be the QB because they don't have win, much cap room and, and wiggle room. If he wins this, then he he, he deserves it. You know, yeah. Trubisky's record as a starter is actually like it's good. It's good, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, he, they started five and one, and he he played. Uh, he went four and zero, oh, and then they pulled him in the four and zero. Oh? Okay. <laughs> or three and zero. Oh. No, he started three and zero. Oh. They pulled him midway through the third game. Okay. Well, yeah, still, regardless, I got the Packers. Yep. Uh, Steve? Yeah, I got the Packers too. Uh, they're, they're actually playing for something. Rodgers wants to, you know, pad his stats a little bit. Uh, so I got, I got the Packers, unfortunately for the Bears. I, I kind of thought they'd be a playoff team, but yep. I think, I think they would actually be a very boring playoff team. So it's actually probably good. They're not in. Yeah, unfortunately the for the Bears, Steven has the Packers. So the Bears are going to lose. The, so, yeah. <laughs> That's a lock. <laughs> The Bears' probably best option is to bring Trubisky back for a one-year deal. Yeah, uh, maybe even or you know give him, a, give him a two-year twenty-five million, right? Yeah, he's worth he's that. Good, if he's good, like if he actually he, there was a reason he was a second or third pick wherever he was picked, right? He had the potential. Like people were scouting him and thinking he was good, and he has been a, a disappointment to where he was picked and who he was picked before. But uh, you can't argue with the results, right? The record's good with him. And, yeah. and and truthfully, so uh, I'm I'm a, listen. I'm back on the wagon. I'm <laughs> Trubisky. Uh, Jaguars at Indianapolis. The Colts. God damn the Colts. I still can't believe what the what the refs did in that game. God, that is sickening. Hopefully that officiating crew has been reprimanded. Uh, or <laughs> money from the from the mafia. That was a terrible. That was a, that you use question things there. They're gonna beat the Jaguars. Jaguars. Congratulations. Let's do a round of applause. Go Jags. Go. Congratulations. J-A-G-S, Jags, Jags, Jags. Uh, congratulations to them. Trevor Lawrence will be there next season, along with a new coach and a new general manager. And hopefully uh, hopefully, some hopefully some fun weapons more for, for Trevor to throw to. Although DJ Chark is actually really good. And, oh, um, yeah. Talent-wise, I think he's top 10. His stats aren't going to speak for that because look who's throwing him the ball. But he makes some amazing catches, and he has a great route tree. Uh, that's a great weapon to give to a rookie quarterback next year. So. For sure. Um, I'm going to pick the Colts here. Uh, you see the spread 14 Colts can't lose this. I still like this Colts team. I think they, they definitely should have won that Pittsburgh game. They had a 24 seven lead before, uh, before the zebras took over and, uh, ruined my wallet. But, uh, they, I still think that this team has, has, a has a good, has a good nucleus and there's a chance that they can make a deep run. I still think that I think the Colts are, are poised to be a tough out because they, they play hard defense. I like Frank Wright. I think uh, Rivers Rivers does not have his fastball anymore. And what what's he sitting at? He's sitting at 
85 to 88. He's he's approaching Moyer territory. If I don't even know if he's sitting there. Yeah, he's in Moyer territory. Uh, 79 to 82. Uh, yeah. That's amazing that he pitched till he's 50. Get out of Crazy. town. Uh, I got the call. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I mean, how how do you keep signing a guy when he gets up to 50, you know? It's like, oh, there's sure I mean well, you're doing it for for jokes exactly I mean surely there's, Cologne the last few years I'd be so pissed I mean I, I mean I get it he's he's still playing but I I'd be so pissed if I was in the minor leagues like AAA and I was like you know <laughs> do it like just dealing down in AAA and Jamie Moyer's 50 years old pitching in the big leagues I'd be like the funniest guys, thing is Jamie guys, Moore are you gonna call me up you know I gave credit <laughs> I gave credit to John Gruden but look up for being a great scammer look up Jamie Moore's first stats they're not good he was it was like he pitched for like 30 years and he was very average or bad every one of those he had one good year one good year congratulations big, big clubhouse guy he must have been a big he must have provided the booze for the underage guys yeah for sure they're like hey let's keep Jamie around we like honestly I'd put an FBI probe into it let's arrest this guy uh who you got Colts Colts or Jaguars Colts for sure. Okay, not much more to say. Steven, Colts <laughs> or Jaguars? Uh, I got the Colts too. I mean, the Jags aren't that. They already got the spot locked up, so maybe they they play a little better. So I don't like the spread, but uh, give me the Colts. Yeah. Um, Chargers, Chief, Chiefs, and Chargers. Uh, there's no line on this because people they don't know what Reed's gonna do. Uh, Chiefs are resting Mahomes. Looks like Mahomes doesn't want the MVP. I I can't. Blame him. An MVP hasn't won the Super Bowl for like what is it, twenty five years now? Was the last yes. one Kurt Warner like nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety seven? Yeah, whatever. been a long time. And so maybe maybe he gets the bad John Sherman off of him, you know, the juju, uh, <laughs> and uh, doesn't get the MVP this year, but gets the ring. Um, I uh, I'm gonna take the Chargers here. Honestly, here's the reason: Chiefs aren't playing for anything. They have the one seed locked up. I think that they're gonna run with their pa- practice squad mostly. Like they're gonna not play Hill. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they want to stay healthy. They they're already going to be without um without Clyde probably until the second until the NFC or AFC Championship game it looks like if he's back. Uh good news for them that he might be back. Le'Veon Bell stinks. He'll be playing. Uh <laughs> see they aren't going to they aren't going to take him out. Le'Veon Bell will be in the lineup, I promise you that. He's going to get a big workload. So maybe they still win because the Chargers stink. Worst thing for the Chargers to do is to win this game, but Anthony Lynn is known to screw up a screw up a thing that uh that he probably shouldn't screw up. So, I'm going to take the Chargers here. And I, I think it, we're going to talk about the Cliff Kingsbury in a sec in a couple of games, but it's a, it's one of the saddest things in sports that we're not getting a, a Kingsbury Lynn matchup in our, in our lives. Yeah. We've um, been, we've been robbed of it. We've been robbed of it. I got a um, question. I'm picking so the it, it's not frowned upon, obviously, when you sit players to rest them for the playoffs. Nope. And, you know, you realize you're probably going to lose. But what about if you're a tanking team and you frame it as, say, we got, we got Justin Herbert. But no coach would do this because they're going to get fired. But say you're, say you're John Gruden. Say you're John Gruden. No, say you're John Gruden. You have a, a huge, long contract. Do you rest your franchise quarterback when you're a for sure out of the playoffs team? You know, because look at Joe Burrow, Right. Yeah, I mean it's the <clears throat> it's the whole JJ Watt thing, right? Which, by the way, yeah, I like that at the start, and I've been thinking about it for a while. JJ Watt, come on, literally, you're the reason that the defense stinks. You're making twenty million a year to play seven games. 
by the way, Scammer Hall of Fame. At least he earned that. He, you know, three-time defensive player of the year, but he's been a subpar player for the last couple of years. He's always heard. Nobody else on that defense is good because he's taking up all the money. And also, I don't think the Texans didn't try that game, by the way. It's not like the effort wasn't there. They just got beat by a team that's the same caliber of them. They're both terrible teams, right? Bill O'Brien killed that roster. Sorry to get off the point. I just wanted to say a little J.J. Watt take. Um, no, they're not going to bench their players because you're right. They, they get hurt or they not get hurt, but they get fired. Uh, Gruden's on the hot seat. The only reason he's not being fired is because the owner doesn't have enough money. Cause that's one of the poorer owners in sports that doesn't want to yeah. for any, he, and he's a cheap owner himself. So, which is why the Gruden hiring for what it was, what it was, was so impressive because he doesn't spend, uh, he's not going to get fired, but anybody else would like, if you, if you're intentionally losing games, uh, and you don't have job security, you're probably out. We'll see if Gase is out. Right. That's, that's the one that everybody's wondering. Oh, he's gotta be out. He's gotta be. I sure hope he is. Actually, I don't. I want him back. I, I as a Jets hater here, I, I would be very happy if Gase is their coach next year. Just like I'd be happy if as I'm, a football fan, though. I'd still be happy if he's there. I, I I care more about my team than than football as a whole. Um, good question though. Who do you got, Chargers or Chiefs? Um, I'll take the Chargers. Uh, Herbert Herbert played well against the Chiefs the first time they played. Um, and now, the mic's making noises now. Are you messing with the? Are you messing? Oh, with- I moved it. Sorry, sorry, folks. My bad. God, what a terrible audio experience. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Chargers played the Chiefs close last time they they played. That was Herbert's first game starting, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, the now- doctor needled Tyrod Taylor's heart. Yeah, cra- crazy. Uh, now, now he's got some uh, experience under his belt, and uh, the Chiefs are not strength they're taking the, the the week off so give me the chargers i have a question before you talk steve i understand the chiefs have nothing to play for but i i correct me if i'm wrong but they've actually you yeah you're right the results they win 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 right they're 15 and one but they um they've looked really really mediocre the last few weeks and i feel like they they want to look good going into the playoffs at least get get one good win off. I understand health is more important than that, right? The fifteen to one speaks for itself. Fourteen and two is what they'll be if they lose this game. Um, but still, don't you think that they're they're kind of trending in the wrong direction when teams around them like the Bills are, are trending upwards? Does that matter? Does that no, matter? it doesn't matter for them because okay. because they're they're a team. They like they got the microwave trait from. 2k you know they're a team that when they're healthy as long as they got everybody they can explode at any time and they've proven they can win games you know ugly games pretty games boat races you know ah i guess kind of game so last season last season when they in the playoffs i know they were down 21 to the texans right but you also there's a factor that bill o'brien's the coach on the other sideline are you are you are you you saying that like the extra week off I don't think they need two weeks off. I mean, obviously you don't want to risk their players getting injured, right? That's, yeah. that's the reason they're doing this, right? It's not because they want, they need two weeks off or anything and people need to come back healthy. Uh, I mean, there are probably some, ba- I know Kelsey got banged up a little bit. Hills had like a hamstring issue, but it's, I get why you'd bench Mahomes, right? Because why put him out there if they're not out there? But it's like, I, that I think that they've looked, they're trending downward in my opinion. I mean, they're still probably, the, they are definitely the favorite to win the Super Bowl, but it's like, are we watching the same teams here? I'm not, I, I don't like the chiefs. I make that public. I, I'm not a chief, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not biased here. When I say like the chiefs don't look that good compared to compared to teams like the Packers and the bills and the, 
and the Ravens right now. I mean, I, I mean, the Ravens have played a lot of easy teams lately, but I'm just, what I've seen out of the chiefs for the past month and a half is, is I've, I've said this point many times, but they just look like an average team that that's winning the right side of one score games. And you'd rather win than lose them. But uh, the chargers are on that other side, right? They're the team that has one score games that loses them. Can you imagine yeah. if their games went the other way? They'd be a near playoff team. And that's the, that's very, you know, that's why there's a skill and there's a skill balance in football, which these teams are a lot closer than they are apart. And we're, yeah. if you watch ESPN, everybody's saying the chiefs are going to waltz into the super bowl. Not now. Cause now the bills are getting traction, but before the bills Patriots game, uh, everybody was saying that. And the chiefs, have, I, I don't, what am I missing? Am I just an idiot? Am I blinded by hate or am I like, does this not make sense what I'm saying? It because might, I might be a little half and half there. Yeah, maybe. But I think the Chiefs I would not be surprised if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I, I'm steadfast about that. But I'm all I would also not be surprised if they lose in their first round, who go, whoever they play, because they've had a problem closing out games. And if they go they, they've usually came out leading these games 21-0 and the other teams are playing catch up. But could you imagine they have two weeks off, right? And let's say they play the Ravens and the yeah. Ravens are able to run the ball on them, and the Ravens go up 14-0. Are they going to win that game? They could, right? They have the, you're right. They have the microwave thing where they can, they're going to score 28 points a game, no matter what, pretty much. Right. But it's, you're not going to win the majority of your games when you're down 14, zero. And I just say that that could happen. They're going to have two weeks off and they're, Andy Reid's a good coach. Um, they have Mahomes. They have a great team, but it's like, I feel like resting your guys uh, for two weeks here when you've looked pretty You've looked like a, a slightly above average team for the last six weeks or so. It just doesn't make much sense to me. I don't think I'm an idiot for saying that, by the way. I, th- I don't think I'm hating either. I think that's that is kind of rational, right? Am I am I am I just blind by eight? Do I have my blinders on? Yeah, like I said, half and half. I think I think like what Benny's saying, they they could definitely get hot super quick. Ray Charles. Right. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah. Stevie but Wonder. I, I still think there's still either the first or second best team in the AFC. So yeah, I would agree, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they get bounced. How about that? Um okay, so are we talking taking the Chargers or who are you taking Steve? I, sorry, I, you never gave your pick. I'm gonna get the Chargers and quick thing on the Dalvin Cook thing, because it kind of goes in with resting players. There are people complaining on the Bleacher Report one at least that they're like, oh well that ruins my fantasy. Who the hell oh. plays fantasy in week 17? And don't, who yeah no don't even don't even comment on that. That comments on itself. But yeah who plays fantasy in week 17? Those are psychopaths. No wonder they're upset. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's that's terrible. And Have a heart, people. Yeah, well, people are assholes. We, we've learned that over the last... Uh, oh. <laughs> we've learned that every time we walk outside our house and see people not wearing a mask. Come on. Yeah, it's, come it's, on. It's, come on. Come on. Like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, Jesus. Uh, Saints and Panthers. Saints are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. They win... Uh, they lock up the two seed. The Panthers are playing for nothing. I actually, I like I've said from a lot, I think uh, Matt Rule is a really good coach. I wouldn't be surprised if, um, what's his name, Jim Brady, their, their offensive coordinator, he'll be a head coach probably next year, maybe a little early, but I think that he's going to be one of the one of the guys that you don't want to miss out on. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets he gets a, gets a look immediately because he is a, he's a pretty talented uh, play designer. And but all that being said, they want the early pick. They are probably going to draft a quarterback because Teddy doesn't look like the option. Teddy doesn't seem like he's always healthy. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Justin Fields is here there. And uh, they're playing for next season. They don't need to win this game. The Saints, 
are another team. I, the Saints are a worse variation of the Chiefs that I think you want to look. I think you want to get Drew Brees looking good here because it's a game where he should look good. And I know his receivers aren't that great because uh, can't stand Mike's out uh, until the postseason. But Kamara last mm. – by the okay, one sec. We didn't talk about this, but Kamara had one of the best games of all time, right? Six touchdowns. Oh, um, my gosh. Absurd. Me, why did – what is Sean Payton's deal with uh, giving Taysom Hill one of those touchdowns? Why? <laughs> That's the yeah, record. for real. The record's held by this guy from the – from the ni- mid 1920s, just get Kamara the next touchdown. What is your problem with Taysom Hill? For real, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I, I promise you, here's what's gonna happen in the playoffs. The Saints, I don't know who they play in the first round. It's gonna be um, who's it gonna be? Is it gonna be the? It might be the Cardinals. If it's the Cardinals, they're gonna lose that game. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, do I trust? Honestly, you know, Sean Payton is Tate. Sean Payton has fell way down my totem pole of in terms of a head coach and his caliber. Uh, you have a Hall of Fame. What's Drew Brees thinking about this? Do you think he's actually okay with this? He's just standing as a wide receiver on some plays, <laughs> like he's gonna catch the ball. <laughs> yeah. It happens like two times a game, and it's like, hey, Drew, this- run a fade. Yeah, run a fade. Go, go. <laughs> do a double move. Yeah, like what are you doing? And I don't know what his infaction is with Taysom Hill. I get that he wants to be right, but it seems like a coach that's just like stumbling over his feet because he he doesn't want the cynics and the, and the critics to be correct about Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill sucks. And yeah. I think, I think that hopefully they turn away from him uh, playing much in the playoffs. If they want to be successful now, I'll tell you this. When I'm a Kansas city chiefs hater, I actually am ra- realistic with, with how good I think they are. I have my blinders fully on, on the saints <laughs> every single year for the last five years, this team has been either the favorite or a top two favorite in the NFC to make the super bowl every year. They put up a pretty good record. And then guess what happens in the playoffs? They either um, they flame out or they get beat or they get upset or they bitch about the refs missing a PI call when they shouldn't have been passing in the first place. And by the way, that PA PI call didn't really decide the game because it went to overtime and then drew Brees threw a pick. So yeah, I'm blinded by hate against the, against the saints. Um, I think the Saints are going to lose again in the first round, and then Drew Brees is going to retire, and people will be like, wow, this is really one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And I'll be like, was he? No MVPs? Just a stack compiler in the regular season with very little playoff success? Was he? I don't know. Yeah, for real. I don't know. Um, feels feels like this – I mean, this game right here, they will win. The Panthers have nothing to play for. But if they want to have real chances in the playoffs – like if they actually want to look, they want they want to look good going in the playoffs. I hope, and uh, if that's the case, you're going to need to get a game where Drew Brees actually looks good. And I, I I don't know if that can happen. He looks shot. His arm is his arm. What's he pitching? What I say? What I say? Philip was pitching 85 to 87. 85 and you said, to, yeah. 85 I honestly think that all Brees has in him is Ephesus. He's throwing he's throwing them uh them all Ephesus, huh? The sixty or them them forty eights to fifty two range. He's lobbing him. It's a he's a slow pitch pitcher. He's doing. <laughs> he's playing at uh he's playing at B- Bush Park in Lacey. He's playing uh beer league softball. Is what you're saying? He's playing beer league softball with with what he's bringing to the table. His ball looks slow. Like when he throws it, it looks slow. You yeah, notice that? Does. Like it like on TV, it looks very um. It takes time to get there. <laughs> Would you say slow? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, I got the Saints here, though. Benny? Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Saints as well. Uh, the Panthers, though, I'm looking forward to seeing what they put out on the field next year because I think they'll be 
a da- really dangerous team next year. And that's if they have Teddy there or if they bring somebody new in because um, they got a lot of weapons on offense when McCaffrey comes back and the three receivers that they have um, with Matt Rule. I know this is like way ahead, but they, they... that's the reason I say don't go with Teddy. They have too much talent to, to be this stagnant of offense, in my opinion. That's yeah. why I think you need to change. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um, but give me the Saints. And Steven, before you pick real quick, Christian McCaffrey signed a huge extension in the offseason. He played three games this year. Uh, another hit to the running back money committee. There's really only one man keeping that alive, and uh, mm-hmm. he carried you to a championship in fantasy this year, Steven. His name is Derek Henry. We'll talk about him <laughs> in, a, in just a sec. So, Steven, who do you got in this game, Saints or, Saints or Panthers? I got the Saints. I think the Panthers have been looking like, uh, you know, they'll squeak out some wins, but they've been looking like up there with one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, they're sitting there with that draft pick too. I think they're top five right now. Yeah, no I think they're one game. of the best bad teams though. Yeah, yeah, I, they're the best, <laughs> best bad team. Yeah. Best bad team. I give that to the Falcons. Falcons. That's yeah. the Falcons every year. They're always the best bad team, which makes you a very bad team. That might be true. Are we sure it's not the Rams? No, because they might be a playoff team still. So, oh, is it the cat? Ah, uh, okay. If you're a playoff team, you can't be a bad team. Okay. In my opinion, uh, Raiders. You know, what about uh, the Raiders? Raiders beat, NFC the, Raiders beat the Saints and the Chiefs. They're the best bad team. Yeah, but they're like a mediocre team. I want to consider them a bad team. Like they could be a playoff team if they just slightly figure their shit we out. Have different rules. We have different rules. Uh, I got Titan, obscure rules. <laughs> Titans at Houston. Uh, Titans winning. You're in. Yet again. Winning, you win your uh, your division. Yeah, exactly. Uh, seven and a half. Wait, points. If they lose, are they out? Um, so if they if they lose, they're not out. If Tennessee loses, then they're. I mean, if, if the Colts lose, they're automatically in. Mm-hmm. If Baltimore loses, uh, they're in. Or if Miami loses, so there's like there's three teams that could lose, and they're they're in. Okay. Okay. They're, they're gonna. They need a win, and they'll win. The Houston. Do you think J.J. Watt actually got people excited to play this next game, the other players on the team? No, because – looked at him like, wow, what the fuck, man? I, I think I didn't try this game. What about yeah. you? What was his – one sec. What was J.J. Watt's stats this last game? Let's look up these stats. Here, he multiple sacks or something? Because if he didn't, then he needs to stop this nonsense. Well, yeah, here's the thing, too, is like if you're already a bad team, your morale is probably already pretty bad, and getting that speech is not going to – I feel like it's not going to fire you up. I'll just – I would just be more annoyed. I'd just be like, I'm dude – we're already out. Like I, I'm trying my best, man. If JJ anything, Watt. Yo, had, JJ, you want to go to Cabo with us? JJ Watt had one tackle in that game. Wow, that's maybe good. work on beating your man. Also, by the way, little little uh, little sidebar here about JJ Watt is uh, I already said like he he you know he made so the defense can't sign other people because he took that huge contract. No 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 hate to him for that, but um, you know maybe maybe just maybe. He should beat his man, right? You get a sack, get a couple sacks. Are you calling for assault and battery? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, on the on the left tackle, it's just it's like he's he's calling out his teammates for not he's calling out his teammates for not trying because fans go to the stadium stupidly. By the way, imagine paying money to or risking getting COVID to go watch a four go watch the Texans play the Bengals. Okay, he should be criticizing the fans. I ain't gonna lie. Desperate times call for desperate measures. I might, I might do that. 
Well, guess what, Benny? We know how you we know how you move. Uh, I'm telling you though that this personally, when you're like the fans pay to come see us play these games, even though we're not eliminated, we're playing for the fans. You know, the fans need a reality check. Hey, you're a fan of a shitty team. This team, you should want this team to lose. Actually, they don't have their draft pick because they had Bill O'Brien. Oh, speaking yeah. of that, did you see the uh, the Jags? Dolphins want to lose? The Jags t- uh, fans were rooting or they were cheering when the Bears were scoring touchdowns. I love no. it. I, I saw the video though. If you look at the stands, it's mostly uh, Chicago fans there. I mean, who who's actually yeah. a Jags fan? I bet everyone that lives in Tallahassee they they probably actually are uh, in Jacksonville. They're probably actually like, yeah, they don't like that team. They they're all probably no one's no one's from there. No one's Honestly, from there. that team's gonna get moved to London more more likely than not. So have fun getting paid in in, in the pound sterling, Trevor Tre- Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Have, have yeah. fun getting paid in the pound sterling. <laughs> yeah, in, in FIFA, would you have you pick your dollars or your or or, or, the, sterling, or, or, or the euros or the pounds? Bricks and bad bad yeah. policy. Uh, like, how do you do this equation here? <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. Who knows? It's Titans Houston is what we're talking about. We got a little off track. JJ Watt though, come on, get a little better, man. You have to play better. Don't you get who who does he think he is? He's great. He's a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. He's going off his past victory, his past, uh, he's resting on his laurels coming out here saying that stuff when he had one tackle. One tackle. And this guy's all, we have to play harder for the fans. Is he talking about himself? Because uh, he should be. I'm going Titans here. Honestly, I think they're going to just trounce them. And honestly, here's my, here's my lock of the week. Derrick Henry trucks. JJ Watt. How about that? Trucks him. I'm being the Titans. Tits up. Yep. Steven? Always tits up. <laughs> okay. Three games left. Cardinals and Rams. The Cardinals look like they're starting Murray. The Rams are starting a man that I have no clue what his name is. And I'm not even going to try to make a go at it. I know that he played in the AFL. And I know that he beat up Blake Bortles for the, for the backup position this year. Now, that's not that impressive, right? But at least Blake Bortles has made an AFC championship game before. So it means that they have faith in him to be able to take over and do decent. Um, if we get, if we got stinky golf in this game, that's no worse than whatever this guy can do. Right. And even with stinky golf, the Rams can win a game. I'm going to pick the Rams here because I'm looking at it like this. Who do you trust more? Sean McVay or Cliff Kingsbury. And I trust McVay 10 out of 10 times. Honestly, if the Rams win this game with their backup QB, and I think they don't have Akers or Henderson as their running back, or probably not Cup as a wide receiver, which is why this line's what it was, it lines yeah. what it is. Um, then you fire Kingsbury immediately at the end of this game, and you immediately call up uh, Jim Brady. Actually, is who they should probably sign because I think he would be great for uh, for Kyler, and uh, that's who I would go after. I I'm picking the Rams because I have a. I have a grudge against Cliff Kingsbury. He shouldn't be a coach. He's not a good coach. He's actually proven why he is a terrible coach multiple times. Look up what they said when they hired him. They cited that he's friends with McVeigh, which that right there is a huge red flag. All these friends of McVeigh. Two buddies going at it this weekend. Yeah, best of friends. All these friends of McVeigh have been pretty shitty. You have Zach Taylor in Cincinnati. You have, uh, you have this guy, uh, Cliff Kingsbury in, in, uh, in Arizona. And then, I mean, LaFleur was kind of friends with him. He's been great. And then Shanahan, I guess, is the OG McVay, right? Like, he was he was the person that taught McVay things, correct? Yeah. He was, like, McVay's boss. So I wouldn't even put him in there. So you're one and two right now. 
in, in your McVay, McVay tree. And uh, the one is heavily abetted by having Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. But uh, give me the Rams here. Honestly, I have no, no – their team is not better than the Cardinals uh, as is because of how many players are going to be out with injuries and COVID and, and the like. But uh, is anybody on the defense out? Because that defense is amazing. And Kyler Murray is – it look the offense is so uninventive with a quarterback as as skilled as he is, and you're and you're telling me that this guy's an offensive guru, right, Cliff Kingsbury? Why does the offense look like a terrible? Why does it look bad? Why does it look inventive? It should look good, right? It looks terrible. The offensive playbook on Madden with Arizona is a lot better than what they're running because they actually run they run uh, jets or jet sweep passes. They run shitload of motion, and what I see when the Cardinals play is just uh, Kyler Murray honing in on Hopkins. And none of the other guys being able to get schemed open, which is uh, which is direct result of bad coaching. And Jalen Ramsey get get a pick six this game. How about that? Give me the Rams, Benny. You you tell me what's going on, and then Steve. All right. Mm. This is a big game. Yeah, this might be one of the best games. I under this should have been the Sunday night game, but I'll tell you why it wasn't. Uh, The chance that it was going to be two backups playing each other. I don't know who the backup is on the Cardinals. Can't name name escapes. Me. Um, it might be the guy that used to be at UCLA. Uh, it, uh it's Hunley, Nick Hunley, I think. No, Brett, 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 Hunley. Brett Hunley, Brett Hunley. It's not no. him anymore. Um, I'll tell you who it is because now I, I want to know who these quarterbacks are. And this is why it is in the Sunday night game, by the way, because there was a chance that it was going to be Goff's back what, versus Murray. What is the Sunday night game? It's a uh, Washington versus. Now that makes sense. I'll take, I'll take the Cardinals though. Okay. Uh, it's Chris Strevler. Oh, sure. He's a CFL. No, he's from the CFL. He's 25. He played in college at Minnesota and South Dakota. He played on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and he won the Grey Cup in 2019. Whoa. And he, uh, he, his stats, uh, that, his that's passing their, stats, his passing that's stats, their Super Bowl, right? Yeah, game. his passing stats stink. His last season in Winnipeg, he was eight and fourteen. What's the but, name again? The Winnipeg Blue Bombers. No, the the Grey Cup. Oh, the Grey Cup. Yeah. I'm just like Chris Strevler and his running stats are a little better. He ran for uh, 726 yards, 12 touchdowns. So he's more of a running quarterback. And then the the Rams. Let me look up the Los Angeles Rams. They just got a. They just signed Blake Bortles. Is he actually oh, signed again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they got him off the Broncos uh, practice squad. Oh yeah, I hope he's the backup because he knows the offense. Smart of them. Um, that means golf's definitely out. Uh, it is John Wolford is the guy's name. And he went to Wake Forest. He was a four-year starter at Wake Forest. He actually beat Lamar there. I remember, I remember that. Uh, and he is pretty fast. So Ooh, two mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, and also a little fun fact, Wolford's uncle, Will Wolford was a three-time pro bowl offensive tackle who played 13 seasons in the league uh, with the bills, Colts and Steelers. Congratulations to him. Ooh. Kentucky Pro Football Hall of Fame also. Way to go, Will. Um, Man, let me just say this real quick. Let me just say this real quick. Did you pick the Rams or did you pick the – I picked the Cardinals. Okay. I picked the Cardinals. The NFL, being so being a starting NFL quarterback, maybe the – I'd say the top half of the league, 15, that is just the elite of elite. Because, like, look at the drop-off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. first of all, nobody knows these people's names. But and, and, and who's no maybe hey they get an opportunity and they'll play well and maybe they'll get a you know another another chance somewhere but like the but probably not the elite guys like 
it is it's a huge drop off. I can't remember the, quote. the talent. I can't remember the quote, but um, it was by somebody. But it's like finding an NFL quarterback is literally the hardest thing to do because I it's I yeah. butchered the quote. It may it, it makes a metaphor harder than harder than a needle in a haystack. And uh, not that hard. Okay, you're not probably right. It was it was a good metaphor though. It was something that that made sense to common day. Like uh, I can't remember what the situation was, but it's basically like, uh, you know, oh, it was finding a good quarterback in the first round is pretty much the same odds as getting as, is, you know, having a good marriage, right? It's about 50%. And if they're even, if they're any good and your marriage, the marriage lasting is about 50%. That, uh, actually, I think it's probably, probably less than probably going down these days. Yeah, it's been going down for quite a while, Benny. What can you say? People yep. like people, people don't like being committed for a long time. People like being single. Yeah. Like you, Benny. Congratulations. Yeah. On I that. like being single. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, you're a legend. Uh, it was not that either. That was the wrong metaphor, but somebody else said that. But it's basically uh, these GMs get these quarterbacks wrong all the time, and getting a really good quarterback is – it's not easy. I think it'll be easier going in, in the direction football is going with so much – I mean, listen, these past stats are going to be insane going, going in the next 10, 15 years. They're adding the extra game. They're making the rules so much more beneficial to offenses. Defense is dead, right? Why even build a defense anymore when, when there's – you know, there's literally like two or three good defenses in the NFL, and then everything else is all offensive, offensive oriented. So, um, I don't know. Oh, you're gonna like this, sir. Talk about that this. later. What's up? So, talking about Chris Strevler. Uh, in February, Cardinals general manager Steve Keim suggested that uh, there could there, there could be a case to be made that he has a little Taysom Hill in his game. Ooh, <laughs> good pro comp comparison. Yep, there you go. Well, God bless uh, them that they're using. I'm taking Kyler the Cardinals though. Yeah, thank God they're using Kyler Murray this week because if they had Taysom Hill out there, <laughs> I, would, uh, I would be, I would put all of my money on the Rams if they were playing the bad Taysom Hill. <laughs> no matter Canadian, who their quarterback is, the Canadian Taysom Hill. Yeah. Uh, who you got, Steve? Uh, I got the Rams. It's a good, good golf game. He's not playing. <laughs> exactly. That's all. Be a good game. <laughs> thing honestly okay two more games we're gonna be quick on this next one raiders broncos uh bra raiders two and a half point favorite 15 and a half over under uh wow raiders embarrassing last week embarrassing what can you say what can you say uh i could say it's embarrassing and i'm gonna pick the raiders to win this game still because uh gruden gruden actually wants to win this because his record's abysmal and i think if he wins this or eight and eight eight and eight sounds a lot better than seven and nine they both suck but at least it sounds good right that, that's really what matters at the end of the day uh i cannot believe this raiders team we i i think i mean if you go back and listen to past episodes i'm like this is a good team right and then other episodes I'm like is this a good team and then now we're like wow this team really actually stinks like <laughs> they they it's it's just uh, this is a point where I just I'm going to be a hypocrite. I said last thing, defense really doesn't matter anymore. Well, defense is defense matters when your defense is giving up 11 points a game in the fourth quarter. That's two scores a game. They're averaging. Uh, even on games where even below that average is giving up a touchdown and field goal on average, right? So that means they've given up 21 probably before 17, 14. Uh, this is a team that has a lot of problems. They've drafted somewhat well over the last few years, but it's just um, – it's asinine that, they, that they're going to have Gruden here. I think he still has seven years left on his deal, and he's not going to make it. I think that they're going to give him next year, and they're out of their mind 
if 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 he has another performance like this because this is I think there's talent. It's a direct result of coaching and bad dra- and uh, and bad free agent signings that that has got them in this place. So uh, I'm gonna pick the Raiders here because I think the Broncos losing is better for them. And honestly, is Drew Lock playing? I mean, he's in or he's out every single. It seems like every week he's either got a shoulder injury or he or he got COVID or he's or he's got a hurt uh, ankle. I don't know if he's playing. And honestly, I don't think I think they need to go new. They liked what they saw to Kyle Trask today. Steve. Kyle Trask, right six five two forty. Elway, yeah, Elway God. wants that. El- Elway is, is frothing at the mouth right now. If they keep Elway, I promise you this, Stephen. I would bet money right now. Kyle Trask is that quarter. Isn't same. Me too. Because they don't have a pick high enough to get a guy better than him. He'll be there. He'll be where they're picking, and they're they're gonna they're gonna pull the trigger. Elway will fall in love with him. You uh, know what's funny? Like uh. So when I saw that, they, they brought up his, you know, his like size and everything. And it's 6'5", 240. I immediately texted uh, all, all our buddies and said, well, you know, John Elway's picking uh, Cal Trask. And then later on, and the commentator, commentator rounded him up to 6'6". Six, six. And if Elway, was wa- if Elway was watching that game, uh, yo, he's locked in. <laughs> Let's say his soldier stood up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tessator called him 6'6". Six, six, and, and Elway was like, yep done deal he might trade up to get him i'll tell you this one second funny thing about kyle trask real quick before you before you say he's in with this game i know that we're going a little long uh kyle trask actually only started as a freshman in high school he didn't start until he was a junior in college uh derrick king derrick king was at the same school and he started at in high school and so he started instead and obviously derrick king i don't know he went to houston and he transferred to miami uh he still got recruited which is pretty insane that they had two quarterbacks go D- big D one because he got by Florida. What's but the name of that play? school? Huh? What's the name of that school? Uh, Manville High School in Texas. Wow. Um, he did not start any games of quarterback after his freshman year during his high school career, and it was a backup to De'Ara King. Um, in college, he didn't play until 2019, where he was actually beat out by Felipe Franks, coolest name in sports, I think. That's a mm-hmm. beautiful name. But beat, getting beat out by Felipe Franks is actually embarrassing because you look up him, he's not that good. Uh, but Kyle Trask actually has good stats, right? He was he, he, 43 touchdowns and three picks or four picks coming into this game. And, and then he th- threw three picks today. Yeah. So, so he has great stats. I mean, it's, but, you know, if Elway drafts him, Steven, I'm, I'm very apologetic for you. Even if he's, he might actually be good. I, I don't know if he will be or not, but I think that, uh, I think that that's a very good potential take for, for for them if they're out on drew lock you're out on drew lock you say now we're gonna bring in a bring in a vet there is there any six six five vet out there Ugh, probably somewhere in canada yeah. they're bringing a cfl guy <laughs> wolford a basketball player Ooh, not even james a football harden. player james harden six five uh, yeah for real. He's, looking, he's looking for a new home he might play on the Nuggets. They might trade him to the Nuggets. Maybe he wants to do dual. He, dual, he, dual he could uh, he could break some tackles easily. <laughs> he probably could actually. He's uh, not his current size. He's more he would, of a left guard. He would <laughs> break some ankles. Okay, I know we're off topic, but real quick, uh, James Harden looks okay. like I do. Not in height, but in okay, size. That's all we have. To, we can end it right there. No, but he no. I mean, he has he has a belly. He looks like he ate James Harden, and he comes out in that first game after the strip club and everything. And he puts up 44 and 17. That's amazing. That's one of the greatest feats in sports this year. 
It's amazing. That needs a, that needs a 30 for 30 right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, James Harden is, is uh, one of the greatest talents in basketball history and in, in all, in all seriousness. And I cannot believe that people are wondering if they should trade assets for him. Come on. Uh, let, sorry for getting off topic. Benny, who do you got? Raiders or Raiders or Broncos? The Raiders. And where do you think James Harden ends up? The Raiders. Ooh. <laughs> trouble. Vegas. Vegas and Harden. Good match. Uh, Steve, who the you got? The Raiders. Uh, I got the Raiders because I want the Broncos to get a better pick. So we can hopefully get fucking something. Kyle Frask? <laughs> no, I'm hoping... I'm hoping Parsons or uh, uh, Edge guy from Miami Rousseau or uh, or Farley from Virginia Tech to cornerback. Uh, those oh, would be you want defense. Yeah, the our defense is pretty sacked, but if we get someone to help, because uh, Von Miller's he's old and decrepit, so I wouldn't draft a corner that high. I'm just saying, if if that's the best pick, I mean, you just, I think you just take the best the best the, player. Best player. I mean, if somehow a like someone like, I'm if a good quarterback drops to nine or ten or whatever we end up with, then like say Justin Fields just keeps like falling or something, then take someone like him. But I say just keep padding the defense and then maybe get like a a quarterback who might be a little more confident. And I think the team's good. If you look at their stats, their defense is actually insane. They have the best red zone defense in the whole NFL. Their their defense is pretty sack. So if they get that a little better and actually get a confident quarterback, that I think. They're not going to be like the winners of the the AFC West, but they could be a playoff team easily. Yeah. Um, before we do the last game, I, I said don't take a corner in the top ten. This is off topic, but who cares? We're going long anyways. It's been it's a long podcast. Uh, look at the 2020 draft, right? I know it's early, but the top the top uh, let's the top 18 picks, right? So I'm not I'm I'm just I'm picking an arbitrary end, but or no top top 20, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaguars took a 20. Uh, Clavion Chasen, who's a decent linebacker. He hasn't done much. Raiders pick. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. Uh, Raiders pick Damon Arnett, who is not, who has been bad. He's been burnt a lot. Uh, Dolphins took Austin Jackson, offensive tackle from the, from USC. He's been good. Cowboys, CD lamb Falcons, AJ Terrell. He's been terrible. He's a corner. Jerry Judy, 15th, Javon Kinlaw, uh, Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle. He's been amazing. Henry Ruggs has been okay. Makai Becton's been great. Uh, Jedrick Willis has been great. CJ Henderson, cornerback from Florida, been terrible. Isaiah Simmons, linebacker Clemson. Um, they don't know been, how to use him. <laughs> yeah, they don't know how to use him. Derek Brown to the Panthers, good. Herbert, great. Tua, mm, uh, looks looks like he'll be good. Andrew Thomas has been good, offensive tackle. And then the third pick was Jeff Okuda, which was the cornerback to the Lions. He's barely played. And then you have Chase Young and Joe Burrow. The moral of the story here is basically every other pick is hit to an extent, except for the corners that were drafted. And I understand that corners will hit sometimes. It's more, it's more not what happened in the draft, but it's like, what are the level of the players? Well, it looks like, the, I mean, I correct me if I'm wrong, but that is probably the most defensive back heavy top 20. Uh, Doesn't that tell you something? Because that means they thought they were good. and they Well, were- they were flying off the board probably, and, and it was just based off needs. And that's why I don't think – that's why I hated the Raiders pick of uh, Arnett. Okay. Yeah. You know, like like all those guys that were first round evaluated talent, you know, by a lot of people, they flew off the board. And then the Raiders picked Arnett, who was not even uh, like he was by, like a late second by the pick. media, I guess. Which which who knows how much worth that has? But the media wasn't evaluating 
uh, nobody was evaluating him as a first rounder, and they took him. And and I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, what? no, he, I that was that draft. I sat down and watched like the entire thing, and even I was so confused by that pick. Like the Raiders, the last few years, they've made some like questionable picks. Like they just reached for the people. That, their best that pick was want. Josh Jacobs, and. Uh, they could have moved back and got them, but everybody else that they've drafted and they've had like five first rounders over the last two years has been uh, either okay or not good so far. And it's early in their careers. Right. Yeah. But, but it's like, Cause, yeah. Cause everyone, even with the, even taking rugs, that was like a bewildering pick. Cause everyone had Judy. Yeah. They took them and, over and CD. I, I, as a Broncos fan, I was watching that heavy cause I wanted CD or I wanted Judy and I didn't think Judy would actually be there. So I was pretty ecstatic, but what I about Justin Jefferson. That's who I would have wanted. Now, so turns like, out, turns yeah, out thought, they didn't really need rugs because I mean they got Aguilar, who's turned into a, you know, good. Yeah, player. I get the idea of what they were wanting to do. They want to open up the field to get play yeah. action, make and have a side of the and have crossing routes open. But it hasn't. Rugs has been hurt a lot, so we'll see if that works. We'll see if that works. Um, I just wanted to do that because I I think that drafting a corner in the top when. The, cornerbacks the hardest position to play now in sports yeah i mean <laughs> on plays every single time you touch the receiver it's kind of bs it's it's a tough and i mean like you you want somebody that can you want somebody that can cover but you don't really need you don't need a jalen ramsey anymore i feel like or a gilmore trade for gilmore i'll take your first well, round pick jalen ramsey is a huge ass, asset and gilmore those guys are huge assets john elway on the line let's let's get gilmore over to you guys we'll take we'll take a first rounder yeah, I, I go about future first for that. Yeah, we'll give we'll give you Drew Lock. Oh, no deal, Howie. Um, Drew, Drew Lock in a sixth rounder—that's the best that we can do. That's disgusting. Okay, last game of the week. God, this is a long. I don't know if this is a long podcast. We took a long break, but it, it seems like it's going to be long. Washington at Philly. Washington wins in their end. They have Alex Smith. Philly has uh, has Jalen Hurts, who's looked uh, rather good. Uh, in most of his most of his snaps i would say this he after taking the big lead against the cowboys he faltered and uh he looked he looked pretty bad the rest of that game now he's a rookie and i don't know i don't know our expectations for rookies now are to be immediately that guy he had a slip up in the in the second half of that game and that happens now if that happens this game benny you'll be a happy man because you'll win your bet uh if it if it starts to falter are they going for carter will they bring winston that's a that's a question that needs to be needs to be examined. And also the big thing with Philly is their future because are they are they going to fire Doug Peterson? And if so, that does that mean Wince is gone for sure? If they keep Peterson. Does that mean that Wince is going to be the guy next year? These are questions that are going to have to be answered later. But I can tell you this in this game, I'm going to pick Washington. I think Washington wins. I think they win the division. I Alex Smith is another guy that I think is not good at all right now. And I can't believe that they've been using this guy as a quarterback. He's literally playing on one leg, but a one legged Alex Smith is better than their other options. And yeah. uh, I think their defense is good enough to keep them in this game. And I'll say this. I think Alex Smith is probably better than Jalen hurts right now. Just cause Jalen hurts is, is, you know, he, he makes, he makes rookie mistakes. And uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm confident in Alex Smith that he will, I don't think he's going to turn the ball over. And that's the key thing. If you don't turn the ball over against, against your opponent and you have that defense with you, uh, you play the field position battle. If it's a low scoring game, I don't see how Philly wins this. And I think that I think Washington's defense is going to get all over Hertz. 
and uh, be pretty, be pretty hope light. So, I know you. Hope so. <laughs> uh, who do you got, um, Manny? You got Washington, obviously, right? Well, first of all, I want to say rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. I hope he gets another chance. He's not dead for people that don't know. He got released. <laughs> but, he's uh, off the rails more than Manziel was. Legit. I don't know. I think he is. Manziel was just an asshole and cocky and and like drinking and going to parties. He didn't go co- he didn't go to a strip club during COVID after losing a game. I and- mean he enjoys a gentleman's club, Sterling. You've said it yourself. Come on. Come yeah, on. that you enjoy gentlemen's clubs. I don't enjoy I don't like strip yeah, clubs. Yeah, Sterling loves strip clubs. Anyways, um I let me tell you, anybody I don't know out there, anybody who's spiritual, I will be praying that the the Washington football team wins this game. So if you want to join me in prayer, okay, I would appreciate it. <laughs> I got the football team. Steven? Uh I don't pray, so this will be my prayer well, for Steven, Benny. You know, this you is my, wait, Benny, Benny, wait, hold it, hold it. Okay. This is gonna be my this is gonna be my prayer for Benny, my pick. Is going to be for Washington. So this is this nice. is my equivalent for being a prayer for Benny. Okay. Well, let me tell you the opposite of 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 uh, praying that your 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 friends' bets win. It's actively rooting against them and harassing them about their bets, which is what Sterling does. So I don't, I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah. No. Nobody except Sterling does that. Which hey, is weird. sorry, man. Uh, it, it's a I don't think anyone fetish. actually roots against anyone's bets unless it's the opposite of their bet. Then then it's okay. But if you have no skin in the game and you're rooting for the opposite outcome, are you even a bro? Which is exa- exactly what Sterling does. Uh, yeah, exactly. Just sometimes. Listen, I don't root against the, I don't root against them solely because you bet. I root against them because of the the methodology you're making to bet. And I think that winning those bets are bad for you. We've oh, talked whatever. about this many you, times. You better be rooting for me this weekend because you know what? When I'm I told gonna... you, I, when I told you I put in a futures bet for the Washington Football Team to win the de- NFC East, you said that's free money. So you agree with that? Money. Yeah, yeah. So you better be rooting along with me this I'm gonna, weekend. Just to even even further my uh, my prayer for Benny, Do I'm it. going to bet on the football team too. Just just whoop, to whoop. just to get it in there. Oh, that's good. Let's more, go, more. Steven. I love you. Maybe that's a true the, bro right maybe there. Maybe the other side, Sterling, on. you better get some skin in the game, buddy. I'll probably bet this, but I'll tell you the truth. Okay, so our, we're gonna do our parlay of the week. It's not on our side yet, so I don't know what the odds are, but I'm gonna tell you this: we we all pick the same things here, so. Only four teams can make the playoffs in the AFC in this picture. Um, that is the Ravens. That is the Colts. That is the Browns. That's the Titans. So four, four teams, four out of these five. And the, the odd man out is the Dolphins. So why don't we just Moneyline parlay the Ravens, the, um, the Bills, the – sorry, the Browns. Football Colts, teams. We're not going to put that in there. And then, uh, yes, we Indy. are. And that five, five team parlay. And, uh, any disagreements here on that five team parlay? We're just basically betting the winners of those five games. Uh, the odd man now will be the Dolphins. We all pick the same on these games. So, any, any, any impediments about that? Uh, okay. That's a good parlay, but that ain't going to hit. But I, I like it. But that's who we think's gonna make the playoffs. I mean, what's not gonna hit? Yeah, there? no, I like it because we, we all pick the same on that. That's a good uh, it's a good premise. Yeah, so we're so, we're picking who ones? we think will make the playoffs. Not uh, all the okay. games are available right now because the lines aren't all up. But I'll, I'll tell you right now. So I'll go over it again. So we're gonna pick the Ravens to win. Minus seven eighty. That's a good one. So the far. Bills to win. Okay. The Browns to win. Okay. The Colts to win. And am I missing one? It's throwing the Packers in Titans. just to get the just the one. And the Titans to win. And the Titans to win. 
So that those five teams. Yep. Uh, I, I think the only team that's on the site right now is the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, I saw the Colts, and it's stupid that we can't money line it, but that'll be money lined, I think. Hopefully, we'll see. If it's do not the Brown, then... do the Browns have their receivers back by chance? They will be back. None of them have COVID. They just were in. They were in a hot tub. <sighs> Not not like a weird hot tub. <laughs> just but uh, somebody, just a yeah. couple guys in a hot tub. Yeah, not but, gay. Somebody, <laughs> but somebody uh somebody did uh somebody around something like one of the team physicians or something had had COVID and so they had to test everybody and contact trace. So okay. I would I would just said the hot tub kills all COVID. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That was that how it works. Okay. Anyways, thank you boys for another episode. Uh, welcome. I hope you all had a good Christmas. Good New Year's when it happens. Uh, good bets. Hey, about happy that? New Year. Next time we're on this pod, it's going to be 2021. Ooh. Anything anything new in your life wow. in 2021? Any ambitions? Ooh, oh, yeah, let's do I, do. New, Year's I re- do. new Year's resolutions. Let me stop this, and we're going to start the podcast with New Year's resolutions. Okay, that'll okay, be our top okay. thing. Okay, so we're going to start this podcast off with our New Year's resolutions because the next time you hear us will be after the new year. So we, we are going to go with uh, Steve first because he has his ready. He didn't have to think. I didn't, I didn't have to think about this. So I start, uh, I start my uh, computer science degree in February and my goal is to uh, at least be like a majority of the way. To, I would like to be almost done with it by the end of uh, 2021. Okay. That's a good one. Bettering yourself through education. Good man, Steve. Do you have your Sterling, Sterling, do you want to go? Yeah, I can go. Uh, I have a few. One of them is getting a good a good full time job employment that isn't uh, partial politic work because that's uh, that's been what Ducks. I've been doing the last the last few years. Uh, don't know where I'll do it, but hopefully somewhere I, I have some inroads in a few places. That's one of them. Number two, probably cutting back alcohol consumption a little bit, just a little, just a tad, not totally, not totally. I'm not a monster. That's a good one. Uh, and then number three, he's a monster. Number three yeah. is monster, either, the beer killer. <laughs> number three is either. Get, buying a house in Bellingham or moving to uh, probably the East Coast, and that'll that'll determine what I, what job I get and all, and all that. So we'll get him away from me. We'll see what happens. Uh, those are my three. Honestly, maybe not. Maybe the third one's not really one. Maybe I'll do law school. I don't know. I have a. I don't look at dates anymore. Honestly, it's been a year. It's been a year since I looked at a date. I just. Uh, I just it's been since March. I can't believe that Christmas happened. I Christmas snuck up on me. Thanksgiving snuck up on me. What are you doing? Why are you ad libbing? <laughs> you, don't, you don't like my ad libs? Yeah, you can ad lib. I'm just asking what, what's the gist here? What's the game? I, that's tough. Ben, Benny started it. Okay. Well, uh, those are basically mine. I, I don't know. I hit, guess what? Did, did any of you have resolutions last year? Because I hit mine. Mine was to read a book a week, and I ended up reading like 63 books last year. Nerd. Um, actually, I, I, generally, I, I generally write them down, but mine was to do more real estate, and then I ended up doing politics. So. <laughs> well, Failed your resolution. Uh, but I think that actually turned out better for me. I felt like I learned, I learned a lot more about myself and the kind of work I want to do. And it's not politics. So I'm glad I got that out of the way. Congratulations. Benny, what is your resolution, my buddy? Um, yes, yeah, so I have some serious long-term goals that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save everybody's time and not go over them. Just make but sure. the most urgent, never pay the bookie again. <sighs> All right, you have to do one real one because you're you're, you're just deflecting and not opening up. <laughs> I can't open up, Steven. Yeah, that's your problem. That's your resolution. Betty's frozen now. Maybe I need. Um, okay. no. Okay, so so my New Year's resolution, um, since since I have uh, moved back from 
uh, Tennessee. Um, I've, I've, I've been working, but it's not what I want to do long-term. So my number one New Year's resolution is to find uh, the field that I would like to uh, start uh, my career and uh, really find my passion. So uh, I've got a couple ideas. Uh, flipping burgers in for you, baseball huh? Baseball coaching. No, not, I'm not flipping burgers. <laughs> but, I mean, Sterling, if a job's a job, man. But anyways – baseball coaching whether that's firefighting you know so that, that's that's my new year's resolution uh find find the uh the passion find find the why yep that's a good one uh the pain the booking one book i have a, my final one is be off my phone more i what's your screen time number you know that thing that comes up every sunday uh, my screen my- time has actually decreased a lot in the last month or so and i don't know why i think it's because uh, I muted our group chat and I just haven't been on Instagram lately because um, I, I mean, we can get deep real quick. I realize, you know, like it just, when you, when you pick up your, your phone to look at Instagram, it's like, fill, it's like to fill a void, you know, like What's me whether with it's Twitter? time, whether it's, whether it's like post something and like get a lot of likes or whatever, uh, or whether it's to like, look at other people who are having a good time, you know, like it's stupid. Like now, now, I mean, I number? still do it. Don't get me wrong. You I want still, mine? I got I'm it doing it less. My screen time? Mine yeah, is uh, two hours and 40 minutes. That's and a that, damn lie. No, look. It, oh, damn it. Let me turn the background off. Um, what is it for? We, uh, it's your daily average. God, uh, mine's average bad. Time. Okay. No, certainly. Here, I'll take I don't know how to turn this. Okay, mine's figure, bad, too. Here you go, certainly. Look. It, damn. Wow, look. that's insane, Steve. I, so he, what Benny was saying is something I've actually started doing a few months ago. Instead of, I, I feel like I distract myself from uh, like what I need to actually be doing. And I just hop on Instagram. And totally. Stuff. Yeah, Wait, go ahead, Benny. Yeah. You can hop in. But like I. Terrible yeah. time. It kills time. Yeah. So I've been, I've been putting more time because I'm like, what, what are my actual goals and what do I want to accomplish? And I, I want to work in software development. So I've been trying to put more time into practicing coding and getting better at that. But I'm still bad at, at one thing I need to turn down on. Screen time might be my bad one, but for me, it's video games. And I've been trying to cut back on that a little bit too. Yeah. Well, That's yeah. my big distractor. It's mm-hmm. not really, it's never been my phone. It's so, always been video games. What's your screen? Yeah. Now I'm, I'm in the same boat. Sterling, I imagine your screen time is going to be more than mine. So I'm going to uh, uh, tell you mine. Uh, before, uh, so here, mine's six hours and 13 minutes okay. daily average, which is, which is which is bad in my bad. mind but, but i'm fun. looking at the graph i'm looking at the what did I, I know but anyways i know yours is gonna be big but um it's down 10 percent from last week so that's good but um it, i'm looking at my graph and sunday is by far sunday oh sunday yeah double my average because i'm tracking bets right yeah i don't think and sunday's I, actually that bad because sunday we're watching football texting our group chat and doing bets and stuff so True. i think sunday, sunday's a yeah, little excuse yeah. day why, why is sunday's sunday's always so bad. bad for me every every other day is two hours and like 50 minutes but for some reason tuesday i was just i was just on the phone for so, five hours <laughs> but Maybe benny just to tell related? just to tell you for real real quick uh the reason it says you're down 10 percent is because it's counting thursday and it's 12 15 right now so thursday you've only been on their phone for a minute oh okay uh, true, true it says true. i'm down 30 percent so yeah mine said 40 uh, that's good so. uh okay my daily phone average so i'll tell you on sunday on sunday was my was a big day sunday my oh, screen God. time uh 14 hours 39 minutes 
my I average about 11 to 12 hours a day i think is my average that means we're basically on the phone the entire day you're awake yeah by the way i do i do think just so what it is is my phone okay so it does count my screen time when i'm like sleeping if my phone's up so i could take some of this out but i'll tell you the truth after we do this podcast from like 12 to like 3 when i'm still up i'm on my phone 180 minutes basically so uh less screen time probably i do i do it's hard it's hard to get off the screen but uh that's one of my goals i want to get that under eight how about that don't hey watch watch the social dilemma people i've seen that and it's i I know you have sterling but if you haven't watch it and also if you if you've seen it uh think about and you invest think about putting your money in these tech companies because they ain't going anywhere folks yep we're addicted yeah yeah i i have I think a lot of people, I've seen more people tweet about it. it honestly, if I deleted Twitter, I, I would probably be on my phone for an hour a day. Yeah, I'm never doing that. Instagram's the one for me. If I deleted Instagram. You like Thirst? I, I don't. I, don't I like Thirst any- Traps. Sorry. I don't look at anything on Instagram. Maybe I should turn off my screen time. I hate that notification on Sunday night when it's like, your average screen time was 12 hours and 46 minutes. You're down 2%. It's like, what the hell? What? I'm pretty consistent. What can so I say? Mine, my, mine is uh, when I look at it, it's Twitter and YouTube. I just go on YouTube binges. Nah, mm. down the down the rabbit hole. Huh? If yeah. you look at my t- if you look at my time, it's like right before bed. That's most of my screen time, and then when I wake up, because I'm just watching YouTube videos. But then I'm not really on my phone that much. Well, that's except for Twitter. I like Twitter a lot. Twitter's amazing. Okay, well, folks, those are our new New Year's resolutions. The next time you hear us, will be after the New Year's. We, we will be able to start these resolutions. Any, any, oh, any weight loss goals? Anything like that? No, nah, I'm a pretty good weight. Um, I would like to work out more. It just sucks the gyms are all closed. So I'm trying to figure out other ways to, weight I don't loss? really like, I don't like running. So I but think I'm just going to do a steady cut until the uh, summer and just try to be as lean as possible. Yeah. Down from 280. That's, that's probably good for you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I heard right. TLC was calling. I'm actually 220 people, but plus 60 people that don't uh, know. Plus 60. Uh, Okay. Thank you, boys. (laughs) We'll, We'll talk on Sunday. See you guys.